sing a song and the words are all wrong. Look at Jeffrey. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't teach him tricks. Look at Jeffrey. Look at Jeffrey. You're listening to the Look at Jeffrey podcast. I'm Scott back with Travis and Joe. What are you sniffing? Fuck, man. That orange shit y'all were drinking last time we were here. Oh. Hey, we got a guest. But we weren't here. We weren't here last time. It was all made up. I was like, that came from somewhere. I know I tasted it. It's, it's got the consistency of runny eggs. <laughs> well, I'll taste it again. Ugh. Hey. Hey. Hey, Woody. What's happening? <laughs> How are you? I'm welcome, good. welcome to our look at Jeffrey podcast. Thanks for having sir. me, sir. Start we're, with your questions. We're bitches. very excited to have <laughs> you here, sir. We are very excited to have and you, and it's here. good to be back. It had, we haven't recorded in quite some time. Yeah, it's back. How was your New Year? Back in the New Year, Christmas and New Year. That's right. It we're was do, good. We're doing more in twenty four. Do, do you celebrate <laughs> just, the Christmas? I just yes. coined that. Yeah. What so. about the Hanukkah? No, no. I do not. Oh, you said that like you hate them. Yeah, that was definitive. So we had a uh, <laughs> we had a paper chase Christmas party at Justin's house uh, a couple weeks ago, and our trombone player Steve is Jewish, and so so he, everybody brought stuff, and he brought a cake, and nobody looked at it until we were like two hours and drunk into the party, and he had Happy Hanukkah on the oh, yeah, giddy cake. Up. Did he spell it with a C? Uh, no, oh. I don't think so. <clears throat> Probably got it at the party. There were no eight lights or. <laughs> <laughs> representing the chosen. Yeah. I'm <laughs> lucky enough. Awesome. I'm lucky enough to live in a house that celebrates the Christmas and the Hanukkah. Fantastic. That's a lot, lot of gifts. A yeah. lot of gifts. A <laughs> lot of gifts. How was your New Year's, Scott? My New Year's? My New Year's is pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. I uh my daughter sang some songs and uh Oh, I saw that on the Faster. Yep, on the Faster. Yeah. That was pretty cool. She we, was like, "I'll sing." I'm like, "All right, Jesus. Go ahead." I heard it was good. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. How about uh how about you, Travis? How was your what is this? Oh no. What are you trying to do? I had something for you. Oh, you had something for me? Yeah. We should have talked to the engineer to make sure it was all plugged in so that it's m- completely my fault. Yeah, it's all right. I well, I'll go up. to Joe. Hey Joe, how was your new year? I played poker the whole time. You played I played poker online. Like Almost, uh, what is this? I don't know yet. Let's hear it. It's like Ray. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Joan? Who's that? That's my kid. That's your kid. She made it on the show. She made it on and the I show. And I didn't clear this with you. Nope. Because I thought you might Sounds say good. no. Well, I can always take it out after. That's the great thing <laughs> about Scott being the person in the show. She fucking killed it. No, she was awesome. Good. It was so good. She was good. It was yeah. good. It gave me goosebumps watching. Did it really? Yeah. No, it did. It did. Because I know her and I know you, and I'm sure you were having the time of your fucking life. Were you, were either of you there when we went to the Alanis Morissette show at like UNO Lakefront Arena, whatever? I know it was Lance. I went. And I, I, think don't, I, I don't know if I went with y'all, but okay. I, I went. Because we all went, courtesy of Shannon, who got were, at the time was working for the radio station. She brought all of us, got tickets and everything, and Lance and I <laughs> were up at the, and of course, Alanis Morissette at the time has got this, you know, Got this man-hating album out. Oh yeah. So Lance and I are at the top, you know, at the thing, and she's singing it, and Lance and I are screaming, "Show your tits! <laughs> Show us your tits!" <laughs> Shannon's like, "I'm never bringing you anywhere again." 
<laughs> was this early, Alanis? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this was, was 90. This was the 90s. Was 99 or 2000. That was probably when Taylor Hawkins was playing. Yeah, that it was. was. That yes, was Taylor, it was Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. It was great. Lance started that, by the way. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I just 99, 2000. Did you say that? 99, 2000? Couldn't yeah. have been 99. No, it's, it was more like 95. It was, yeah. It, yeah, was, it couldn't it have been 99. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Why Shannon, couldn't it have been 99? Shannon she, and I definitely would not have yeah, been at a concert <laughs> together. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Yeah, she came out in like 93, 94, probably. I think that, yeah, that record was like 94, 95, something like that. Yeah. Something like Somebody that. told me she did a, a run of. Uh, shows before she started doing arenas where she played at the Rendon Inn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I that. saw her at uh, like the Municipal Auditorium. Yeah. Which was but a like before she was playing bigger venues like that, like before her record had dropped, apparently she sh- she did a run of shows and one of them was at the Rendon Inn. I saw the, the Foo Fighters at the Rendon Inn. I saw Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids. At, at the, Rendon the Rendon Inn? Did you really? Yeah. I saw Green Day at Tips for five bucks. Yeah, they've turned into corporate bootlegs. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought them up. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you? <laughs> Scott, hit the button. Nothing says punk rock like boot. No, no, not that. The, oh, the that establishment. Button? Oh, here we go. That's <laughs> all you get. That's that's what I wanted for that. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I saw I saw the Blind Melon. I think for like five dollars at Tipitina's. Yeah. Before was that the last show they actually played here? Was that the one where he OD'd right up front? <laughs> no, he OD'd before that show. He did OD. And that was at House of Blues, maybe? Nope. That was also at Tipitina's. Tipitina's. Okay. Yeah. But if he, yeah, OD'd he OD'd before that. Yeah. He OD'd yeah. before he the show. He so he OD'd twice? No. <laughs> before <laughs> the show. Oh, he didn't make it to the he show. Didn't he didn't yeah that show got we canceled. were at Tux that night and George and them were supposed to work with that guy or something. That show. Shannon Hoon. Yeah. 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 And I was George came walking in, and I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, the dude didn't make it out the bus. So yeah. I was like, what? So I yeah. was still working at Nixon Metairie, and probably 30 people came yeah. back, back to Nick's that were supposed to go to that show. And they told me he didn't We make, knew he before it. like it hit the fucking MTV News or whatever. Like yeah. Before Kurt, was, Kurt yeah. Loader put right, it on yeah. MTV. That's fucking crazy. January 30th, 1999, Alanis Morissette, Liz Fair at UNO. Okay, that's, not the, Liz show. Okay, that's yeah. not the show. That's we the one I went to. Oh, so there was a show at UNO in 1999. Which one? Did? Was it the Liz Fair tour? Or was it like, wasn't there like a Liz Fair no, that's L- Lilith, Lilith, Fair. Lilith, Jeffrey. Lilith that's Fair. A lot of softball related with Jeffrey in it. Jeffrey. Yeah, Look sorry. at that. A lot, sorry. Of, a lot of softball related injuries in that tour. <laughs> a lot of Bergenstocks <laughs> and Subarus on that Lilith Fair tour. <laughs> Scott's just <laughs> angry. <laughs> I told you, I feel like doing this. You're going to need to fucking tackle me tonight. <laughs> I'm in the mood. <laughs> You need a cigarette? I'm Do you so need a cigarette? I'm, tell, I'm trying to quit, and it's it's murdering what me. What is I that? Oh, this is weed. This is. Oh! I, the only reason I have it on the table is because it keeps slipping out of my pocket. Mm. But Oh. You want to hit this peach berry? Oh, God. Is that, is that an elf that. bar? I would love that. Or a Z bar? I don't even know. I don't even care. Z bar. Is that where we went, went in Kentucky? That is where we went in Kentucky, but now there's a vape called Z bar, <clears> which is approved in Louisiana. Really? Z bar and... Bidi, B-I-D-I. Huh. Remember we used to smoke those little Indian cigarettes that were yeah. Bidi's? Yeah. Remember that? 
Yeah. I don't know if you could call them Indian American cigarettes, spirit. but those. <laughs> I think they were. I think that was like Indian, like like bitty cigarettes. from India. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what you mean? From India, you had to get them at Indian imports. So, yeah, yeah. You had I used, to, to, get them I used to buy my shoes there too. My little ninja shoes. You know, there you go. Oh, dude, I had the, those. The black canvas oh, with, I used the, to with wear the those red rubber sole. Dope. Yep, I used to wear that to the mall. Yeah. That's poor kids. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> it's because you're older than us. Scott's okay. got his BCDs on his feet right now. <laughs> his birth control devices, his Crocs. <laughs> I already got my, out kid. Heard my kid earlier. I don't Give care Give me anymore. nicotine. I'm coming I don't out care anymore. So, Woody, how you been? I'm Thanks good. for coming on the show. Yeah, Woody, you are witness. This, we is, had this just is where it's in. starting. This is yeah. where it starts. Because I'm going to cut everything in, else right. out. Oh, awesome. That's fine. Whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we had Justin in, and you you play with Justin. Yeah? Yes. I play okay. in uh, two bands with Justin. Oh, do you really? So we both play in Mothership, which is a Led Zeppelin tribute band, and then we both play uh, the predominant band we both play in is Paper Chase. Gotcha. Now, I, I wore that dude out when he was in here. I apologize. And what's funny is, so we yeah, had Chad, we had uh, we had Justin in. And both, both, when both of them came in, one of the things I asked him, I, I'm such a fanboy. One of the things I asked him was, do you know Woody? Do you work with Woody? Because I don't, I don't follow. I didn't know about Paper Chase. Like, yeah, 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 we know Woody. I'm like, I've been knowing Woody for a hundred fucking years. Yeah. At Zoops. So, yeah, Zoops, I, way uh, back in the day. I don't know anyone that doesn't say nice things about you, Woody. Just so you know. <laughs> That's true. Now, I don't know everyone, but <laughs> right. everyone that I know thinks you're the shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just a nice guy. Can you imagine somebody coming up in here and be like, that Man, that guy would fucking dick. I, we're yeah. we're, we're going to find whoever that is. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there. But I don't know. I just try to kill people with kindness. So you play. Aww. It's working. You played. I remember when you were in Rumble. Uh-huh. I was I was a bakery lady at Zapardo's. <laughs> and we worked together. And uh, I remember when you were... Now, how long had you been playing the drums before? Because you, you were already... By that point, you were already very good. So yeah. you must have started very I was, young. I think I started working at Zoops when I was like 15. 14 right. or 15. Bag boy stuff. But I started playing drums when I was 7. That's what yeah, I was Actually, at. he was asking about your skill as a bag boy. <laughs> right, yeah. Not drumming. So <laughs> how did you get so good at being a bag boy know. at I 15? I just knew when to put the A's uh, in the right <laughs> place, bro. I do remember working with you back over there. It was a lot of fun. But I, I definitely... Paper rem- chase or plastic. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cash a card, sweetheart. I remember that by the time you had gotten into music in high school that you were already... Like, you already had the reputation as somebody who knew what the fuck was going on. Like now, where yeah. there are, you know, I would, I mean, and look, I'm not, I'm from the outside looking way in. I'm far removed from any type of music industry. This would be like Scott trying to talk to poker people locally. Or, or sports. But from what I've sports. seen, and the little bit that I know about the the bigger bands that play, or the more notable bands that play, there's like a dozen dudes' names who gets floated out there as far as drummers go. Tops, maybe. It's probably more like eight. And you're always you're always one of them. I mean, you're always one of the, the people in the city who seemingly is is where people go when they need a drummer. Right. You or Chad or, you know, whoever else. I mean, there's you know, there's a handful of others, but not not a ton. They're not good. That's what I say. There's Jesus. more than there's more than eight people. You know, Scott. If, Lan- I'm just, <laughs> if Lance, still I know where I know where my loyalties 
If Lance still actively played drums on a regular basis, he would probably be one of the names. Because from what he's, I understand, no, he's he terrible. was also very good, too. He's, he was terrible. He's still terrible. He's not. Oh, Jesus, oh, Travis. I think <laughs> he's shit. He can only play if there was no one else around. No. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that there are some people, he, and again, I'm going back to poker, there are probably a dozen guys in the city who have made over a million dollars playing the game. So Humble their names brag. always come up. No, it's not me. Oh, I could tell you for certain I have not made a million dollars. No, I mean, but that's just a reflection <laughs> of like their skill Wait. and their ability. That's Wait. you don't you know you, you, you can't you can't draw the like you can't draw the parallel. The only way to keep track of who's good and who's not with right. poker is by income. So right. There are guys that you can look up online locally that have made that have cracked this the seven figures, but right. and and those are always the guys whenever there's like an event or whenever there's some big charity thing or whenever there's whatever. They call in the wolf, bro. They are gonna yeah That's yeah, right. and you are among those people with your peers as far as drummers go. You're yeah. always the one that he's the you wolf. Know, everybody knows who Woody is. Everybody knows who Chad is. Everybody knows who Justin is. Right. I think if Lance still actively played the drums, people would know who he is. There's just some type of ability there. That when did you realize that you were, you uh, you were better than the average fucking person sitting next to you trying to do the same thing as you? When you told him just yeah. now, just, nah, yeah, no, no, you oh, know, lot, man. no, no. I know that I'm better hum, than a humble lot of Woody. poker players that I play cards with. I, I just know, but I'm sure Woody's had that same experience. It's not about being humble. The guy's good, so you know, I think you gotta it, own it. I think when I turned like. So I played all through high school and played in, like, rock bands and yeah. stuff. And then I, I actually quit playing drums from when I was, like, 18 till I was, like, maybe 20. And then I went to, like, jam night at... Uh, Keystones? Yeah, Keystones. No shit. Why did you quit? I mean, I didn't really... I was, like, focusing on... I was going to be a high school history teacher. And no I, like, shit. I really that, went hard. That was my first major. Yeah, I went hard at the books. And then... Did my first um, class observation at Abramson High School in New Orleans East, and I really? was like, I don't want to fucking do this <laughs> at all. So I was like, I'm just going to go to this jam night. And Jack Mealy was there, and Paul Gidry was there. Just like a bunch of dudes I, yeah. I knew from growing up, and started playing a bit the bug. And then I started playing more, and then like I was going to see. Uh, like Metal Rose, like Darren from Metal Rose play yeah. all the time, and he was like really good, and Chad was really good, and sort of just studied what they were doing just by watching them play, and then started playing more. And I knew I was getting better when uh, Darren pulled me aside at a gig that I was playing with uh, a band with George uh, Ortolano and Jack called the Newberry Makers. Oh, I remember that. I, re I, I mean, I don't remember that one instance, but I do remember the Newberry Makers. And Darren goes, dude. When I first saw you play, you fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, now I see you play and you're getting pretty good. <laughs> so, like, at that point, like, as soon as I heard from somebody that I really respected. Yeah. That I was. You're right. Terrible and now you're good. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That was when I was like, all right, I can, I can get good at this. And then I started teaching a lot. That's what I was going to ask you about next. So, I started teaching in, like, 2000, 99, 2000. Did you really? You've been teaching that long? Mm -hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. Did you? And like, then were you I teaching for that Alanis Morissette concert I went to? No. no? no okay. I was All not. Right. 
Just it was 99, but I was not there teaching. <laughs> Show us your tits! <laughs> Uh, and then once I started teaching, I started to realize that I can learn a lot about my own playing, right. teaching it to other people. I'm sure. And then once you start like getting introspective like that, then I started to get a lot better. Damn. So how many? How many? If you have you seen any of your former students go on and s- stick with it mm-hmm. and move on to yeah. being in bands and all yeah. kind of stuff? Because yeah. I know usually, you know, when a kid, t- like my kid took piano lessons a couple of years ago, never, never, it, he'll walk past the piano right now and won't even look at it. Throw clothes on it? Yeah, a lot of kids, <laughs> you know, they just lose interest. But it's it's cool to see because obviously, I mean, fuck, we're in 2024 now. You've been doing it for 24 years. Yeah, yeah. I you got to like, figure one, those kids started, if they're like you, they started right. at seven. Right. Those kids are 30 now. You know what I'm saying? So there's a few of them. There's a um, there's a kid I teach that's in a band called Paris Avenue. There's another kid I teach that's in a band called Neutral Snap. That's cool. Uh, I mean, there's you know, four or five of them. Neutral Snap. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So and both of those bands are doing really good. Neutral Snap is. I just saw today on Feaster that they're playing the Bacchus Bash this year. No shit. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. And they. That band tours a lot, so they play that whole Southeastern yeah. Conference. They play like Auburn, and they go play at Clemson. They go play, damn, yeah, Ole Miss. That's very cool to yeah. be able to see one of the people you taught go on to do something. Kick like ass, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His name is Ray Ray Boudreau. His Don't dad owns a tuxedo. I know Ray. Uh, I know Ray Ray. Yeah. I play golf with Ray Ray. Yeah, the tuxedo play, Jim, Mr. Johns. Which tuxedo no, play? The New Orleans. What is it? New Orleans tuxedos? Um, I don't know. Let's not get it right because they're not paying us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shout out tuxedos. Yeah, the tuxedo shop. Did I ever tell you the story about Dave? That that tuxedo tuxedo place in Metairie. (laughs) Did I ever tell you all the story about, not to derail the conversation from what he does, did I tell you the story about the tuxedo situation I had with Liberto? No. So years ago, I worked with this kid. Do you you remember Dave Liberto? Do you? Uh -uh. Okay. This crazy fucking guy that he used to work with. He, his brother was getting married, rented a tuxedo. We worked at uh, Daiquiri's and Chalmette together years ago. I mean, yeah, this, was, this was 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, bruh. It was 100, on Paris Avenue, bruh. <laughs> this was 100 years ago. So Right around that Lance Morissette show. Dave, yeah, yeah. Dave comes in. It's after the wedding. He's got the tuxedo bag zipped up. Zip. Here you go. Dude, you live in Metairie. Can you drop this off at Mr. John's? No problem. <laughs> he lived all the way out in New Orleans East. So, yeah, no problem. So I throw it in my car drive back that that night we close the bar and the next day i wake up go drop it off at mr john's then go back into work to work with dave again he's like hey man you dropped that tuxedo off i was like yeah he goes oh thanks i was like what what <laughs> i said is it fucked up he's like there's nothing wrong with it he goes but uh he goes i i, I got real fucked up at the wedding and i had the shits really bad when i got <laughs> home he goes so i raced to the bathroom and i pulled the pants down not forgetting that there were suspenders he goes, so the minute I started to <laughs> shit, the suspenders <laughs> shot the pants back up, and I shit all over the pants. I was like, and you sent them with me to drop them? He goes, that's why I put them in the bag. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Dave, you fuck. So to this day, I can't walk into Mr. John's because they're like, that's the dude who shit. That's the guy. Yeah. Dude, first of all. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. John's. <laughs> First of all, I guarantee you that's not the only tuxedo that was returned like that. <laughs> Probably not. It's the only one I ever returned like that. Right. So it's much more important to you than it was to them. Right. Absolutely. Second of all, 
I know for certain that's not the only tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I could have dropped yours off. Really, really established a reputation. I mean, like that's a guy who keeps shitting in our tuxedos. Do you remember? You remember Jay Samuel? Yes. He worked for Glazer, but yeah. before that, he worked with me at Southern Eagle. Yeah. He was the French Quarter rep, and we did uh, like a, a St. Patrick's Day pub crawl or a limo crawl. Yeah. You, you had to wear a tux and. We did the we did the limo crawl. I mean, it was we were drinking all day. We ended up back in the quarter that night, and within 15 minutes of getting to the Aaron Rose, I lose Jay, oh. and he was <laughs> hammered before I lost him. About four hours later, I find him <laughs> passed out on the sidewalk in front of Famous Door. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Covered in his own sick. No <laughs> shit. Oh. And this is a pretty reserved guy. Like, yeah. this, it, it would surprise. He, he you swears he got dosed, but I'm but. sure he's happy that we're telling the story on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we dropped his last name. Oh, yeah, he's, you know what? Good enough. He would he would sit here and tell the same story. <laughs> I promise you that. It's not the only tuxedo. Yeah, he's he ruined, a good dude. But he had me. He had me go return the tuxedo <laughs> for him. And he gave me four hundred dollars. He said, "Give him the tuxedo and the four hundred dollars." Oh, Jesus! I hope that's enough because oh, it was. It was horrible. <laughs> like I had to hose him off before I brought him home. Oh, oh yeah, this story is great. I'm sure he loves us. That is. A <laughs> hey, Jay, have him on the show. He would own it. He would love this. He would love to be on the show. Yeah, but like, did you did you wash it before you returned it? No, or you just I'm, threw it in no, the bag. It was in the bag. Oh. I, yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't. No, I, I couldn't touch my, that. I, I had enough trouble washing him off, right, and driving him to the West Bank. <laughs> Yeah. That's gross. Where he lived with his wife, Wanda Samuel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great so, friend, Travis. Yeah. All right, back to Woody. I'm have a lot of work that. on this episode. I can't, yeah, I can't possibly. Dude, you can leave. You, I promise you, you can leave them in. They that would, yeah. They will I don't know. Not it's care. pretty funny. I'd leave it. Yeah. Yeah, they will not care. I can't think <laughs> Before about Before we get back to Woody, without. you were talking about how you felt really validated when Darren told you, God, you know, when I first saw you, you sucked, but yeah. now you're good. Yeah. We're still waiting for that from a few of our friends. <laughs> when they started listening to this, they were like, "God, you suck." Yeah. When They're, is the when, when, when does that part happen? When, when does the validation? Now come they out, just don't right? listen anymore. <laughs> That's all. Well, I listened. That's right. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Thank you, Woody. But he, Travis, told me earlier in the kitchen that y'all have done a bunch of these. Yeah, I've we only listened to like four or five of them. We pulled a ton of them down. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. We wanted to. Why? Well, my lunatic ravings of uh, you know <laughs> January sixth and flat Earth. We wanted to get r- more reputable people on here, so oh. we're like, so we you called have, me. What the fuck yeah. wrong with y'all? We can't have Joe uh, talking about vaccines and have people willing to come on here. So think about time. how shitty the guests before you were. <laughs> there weren't no guests. It was just us three. Running Joe, miles. it was Joe. Joe, our guest Joe. Outer yeah. Outer Earth is round. It's the inner Earth. That's yeah, it's flat. the inner. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. I mean, everybody oh, knows dude. that. <laughs> Show us your tits, Alanis. <laughs> no, but all right, back to back, all right. I, seriously, I do have a bunch of questions because I don't know anything. I don't know shit about the music industry. Bring it, Joe. Especially locally. So, first touring band that you were in, what was that? And what was that like? First time you went on, like, you were like. Pack the shit. Let's fucking go. Let's hit the road. So there, uh, there were bands that I did tours with, but didn't like consistently tour. So that band, the Newberry Makers, I was in with uh, George and Jack. We did like like East Coast runs, and then runs up to like North Carolina and back. And we did a 
some recording up in in North Carolina, and those were fun. The funnest. That's tour. a hike, dude. That's yeah. not. You make that sound like nothing. That's a fucking hike to yeah. me. But I've never toured like uh, like Chad toured with Mark. Oh there yeah, was well, money Europe behind and it. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always we I've always done the most extensive tour, and I done I did was with the Tomatoes. Well, most I mean I, from from what I gather, most of those tours kind of pay for themselves and are self-sustaining yeah. as long as you can continue to tour. Yes. Where, and you, you know, obviously until you get to Mark Broussard level where you're, you know, it's extremely profitable, but right. you kind of do it to do it right. and it kind of pays for itself. So that was easily attainable 10 years ago right. when gas wasn't yeah, exactly. $4. Right. I mean, it's not that expensive not. now, but thanks, insert name here. No, I'm not getting on that. <laughs> but... But it's, you know, it was, you made enough money to put gas in the van sure. and, you know, get some Taco Bell, maybe get a hotel room every once in a while. Absolutely. Go on to the next, you know, the next city. But with the tomatoes, we went everywhere. I've. Yeah, I remember when y'all went we on that did, pilgrimage yeah, with we the tomatoes. Because I was Coast. a huge fan of the tomatoes when you guys were doing yeah, that. Yeah, we did like West Coast tours. We would go to New York. We would tour to New York. We would tour to Midwest. God damn. Yeah, we did a lot of. Running. Tell that me, is. Tell me more about the tomatoes. Who's in that band? So it was Scott at first. Ding ding. So it was me, Scott, uh, Will Burdett, and George Ordolano as a four piece. And then we did a couple. You did a we tour did two. two with us. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and I quit. It is not like when you're touring like that. It's not an easy. It's uh, thanks a lot, Travis. It's not an easy. <laughs> 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 it's yeah, not, no, that's a tough yeah, fucking yeah, life, like, dude. And a lot of those tours, you know, I think George liked more than the rest of us in the band because we would like be like, all right, we're gonna stay at a KOA, like we're staying, sure, you know, and you're putting aqua socks and taking a shower in a fucking box <laughs> that looks like you know it's a shithole, <laughs> right? You know, or staying in the desert somewhere, me and Will sleeping inside of the van, and you could hear fucking wolves and coyotes. Oh, and fucking shit. shit. Like, and George, and George over, was into it. And George is over here in a tent, <laughs> tent just loving life, and me and Will are like, fucking, this sucks. <laughs> I hate being in a band. <laughs> Isn't, is it correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Will like an attorney or something? He's he's got a he's got an attorney he's got a degree. day job. He's, doesn't he's he? got he's got a, an attorney a degree. I don't think he's taken the the law. The bar. The bar. Bar. That's yeah. a talented motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He's, I'll tell you, the Tomatoes is one of the few bands locally that's because I, I don't go, you know, I don't go watch live music anymore. I'm, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be 50 in four months. I just, I don't do that. So, but the Tomatoes was one of the few. I mean, you guys, I don't know if you remember or not, but that was one of the few bands that I would leave the house to go check out. I mean, I was, yeah. that's right in my fucking wheelhouse, though. Yeah. That like old style, old school. Sort of punk, you know, rock, yeah, rock. punk. That's yeah. And we'll still write music. I still go to. Um, he likes to record with Ben Mumphrey at the studio in the country in Bugaloosa. Ben Mumphrey, how do I know that name? What's he doing? What's his uh, What's his deal? He's also he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah, but he has yeah. He has he's he was in a band locally. Clones uh, of Play. Yeah, he was in Clones of Play. And oh, he was also okay. In uh, yeah. Oh, Bobby Adams. Bobby Adams. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Because um, I knew I knew that name. I'm like, that's I'm super familiar. And he's a no. super, super talented engineer. Yeah. As far as like yeah. recording music and stuff like that. And producing really. Like he's got a real yeah. good 
ear for music. So we'll still write stuff and we'll go over there and hammer out tracks and what about um so obviously you guys toured all over the place tomatoes and you guys did uh but i do have to i have funny 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 stories about a band called metric nut that i was in (laughs) okay what is it so metric nut was like a metal band so to to reverse back to like when i first started playing so i was in the newberry makers and then um, the Newberry Makers sort of just splintered apart. Jack had joined the Molly Ringwalds, and Alan yeah. Maxwell was like, I'm going to start making money playing. Oh, music. Jack was in Newberry Makers? I didn't realize yeah. that. Wait, and yeah. Alan was in? Alan Maxwell was in the Newberry, was in the Newberry Makers? Makers, yes. Oh, okay. And then so was Ted Torres. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Never heard of him. He was <laughs> after. Uh, so there was another Derek. singer named Derek Hernandez. And then when Derek uh, left the band, Ted started singing. So, so real quick, I don't want to derail your story. Did Derek Hernandez go sing? With a band called The Remedy in the French yes. Quarter. Okay, so oh, same Derek. same Derek. Okay, so Derek's a fantastic singer, and you know he was trying to split time between going on Bourbon and making money, and then trying to to do this other band. You know, and everybody just sort of went their own ways and trying to trying to figure out a way to make more money playing music. Well, sure. I was like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm in it for the art. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my friend Mark played guitar in this metal band called Metric Nut, and their drummer was fucking terrible. <laughs> and he's the sweetheart of a dude. Now he's a state representative. Uh, I'm not going to mention what's his holy name. shit. I'm not going to mention <laughs> what's his, his name? name. I'm not going to mention his name. But, uh, um. He didn't know anything about playing drums. He just was like, "I can play. Yeah. I can play for whom the bell tolls." Right, right. I'm a drummer now. So he was playing, and he was sort of terrible. So I started playing. We did a, a metal record, and it was you know terrible. And then we went on a tour. So we got this guy to book our tour. So you're now up. going to like metal bars and going to tour like bikers and shit. I'm getting there. Bro. Oh God damn it! <laughs> All right, so this doesn't sound too ass. unfamiliar the, of the tomatoes tours either, right? <laughs> Biker so, bars and metal bars. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we pay this. Mark paid this guy like fifteen hundred dollars, and this is in like two thousand one, two thousand two, to book us a tour. Okay, I'll book <laughs> you a tour. So you know, first gigs in Jacksonville, it was okay. It was like a Tuesday night. There was hardly anybody there. Yeah. Uh, then we played like Savannah. That was fun. Then we go to like Myrtle Beach. That was cool. And then we get like, we start getting up into like, like way north. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a gig in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, <laughs> which is where they make Rolling Rock. Oh, do they really? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. So this is before... You realize Roland Rock wasn't good. No, no, no. This is <laughs> this is before like you you could do, um, you know, we're map questing everywhere. Right, right. Like looking at a real atlas inside the 1982 Ford. That's true. I was driving around Orlando at that it, point, yeah. 2001. So yeah. yeah, it was a map quest. So you're you're either doing that, or you're looking at a like a true atlas. So you got right. six Yahoos from Metairie <laughs> trying to drive around the mountains in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. So. <laughs> We're on the interstate, and it's fucking starting to, like, kind of snow. Ooh. <clears throat> and it's like, oh, well, at least they got salt on the highway, like so, we won't, so we won't, like, veer off the interstate. Well, I'm looking at the Atlas, and I'm like, dude, this road right here, this road goes straight to Latrobe. Like, <laughs> we don't have to stay on this highway that's nice and cozy, and there's police officers around. <laughs> like, we could just take this road, so we get on this 
fucking road to go to Latrobe. And Latrobe's in a valley on a mountain. So we get up this mountain, and then we start going down the mountain. There's six feet of snow <laughs> on both Shit. sides of this road. And it's a, it's a two-lane highway. So me and my brother-in-law, Brian Draw, was in, was in the band, too. He works for Southern Eagle now. He knows yeah. Garrick and all them. So... Me and Brian are in the, you know, we're all holding each other. There's no heat in the van. But it's like the first time he had to spoon a guy to fucking just stay warm. So I didn't think I was going to die. The first time he said. <laughs> so we're halfway down this mountain and the wind starts blowing and it starts snowing. And it's, we hear sirens going off in the valley of the mountain because it's a whiteout. An avalanche? Oh, fuck. I was about to say, holy shit. So I didn't know what a whiteout was because I'm from Metairie. Right. It doesn't snow here. So a whiteout <laughs> is when the wind is moving so fast and it's snowing that you can't yeah, see. Yeah, you can't see shit. So <laughs> what do we decide to do? All right, Mark, you're going to drive. Me and Brian are going to get in front of the van and walk in oh front of it. Oh, my God, So you dude. can fucking see where you're going. Oh, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. So we get to Latrobe. We finally get you there. You made it? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we finally get there. We pull up to the venue. Closed. It's, it's a car garage. <laughs> <laughs> like there's dudes in there working on cars. And I'm like, all right, let's go see what's going on here. I'm like, hey, we're here to play a gig tonight. And they're like, oh yeah, that place closed a week and a half ago. It's, it's we're a car garage now. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, we do that gig. We go to D.C. It's, like, raining, sleeting. Like, we did this tour in, like, February. Right. We were a bunch of idiots. So, we get to D.C. I walk in there, and I'm like, all right, we're slated to play. Oh, you guys aren't playing until six out of this eight-band bill. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's, like, raining, sleeting outside. And they're, like, the nearest place to park is, like, seven blocks that way. <clears throat> so I get back in the van. And I'm like, we have to park like a, a mile away from the venue, and we're playing like sixth. By a show of hands, who wants to play this gig? <laughs> and like nobody raised their hand. I'm right. Like, Drive. <laughs> Just pulled oh. off. It was that kind of shit. So it was not very professional. That was like, that was my metric. How long? I'm still you... trying to figure out which tour you're talking about, whether it was the Tomatoes or. No, it was anyway, it was I, metric I, nut. And the first couple Tomatoes tours were sort of like that. It was sort of like fly by the seat of your pants, and you didn't know what you were walking into, and you'd play a gig. And at somebody's like, house. Yeah, like here's no money, but we had Pizza Hut cups that you could fill with beer. Giddy up. You know. Mm-hmm. How well, long were you? How long was a tour? Like, what's the longest you've been on, on the, road? the road? Yeah. Um, Probably like when we would do West Coast tours, I'd be gone for like three weeks, three and a half weeks. No shit. Yeah, and God bless her. I love my wife to death. She... I mean, I've been with her since 1999. She, she had no issues. She just Go do your thing. Troop her up and damn. Yeah. Yep. And I'd come home and the fucking locks would be changed on my house. I can <laughs> promise you that. She'd be like, "You fuck! I thought you weren't coming back. Fuck all the way off." <laughs> but yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So three weeks, four weeks. West Coast. Yeah. So, so okay. we would play. You know, we would go. You know, the way you route those tours, we would go, like, we would play here, and then we would play Baton Rouge. Sure, like, you just play Lafayette your way out. And Lake Charles, yeah. and Houston, and then Austin, San Antonio, then you're in Damn. Arizona, New Mexico, and then you're in the California. Yeah. We would go all the way up to, like, San Francisco. Would you play your way back, or would you just drive back? So sometimes we would, but, like, there were times, like, 
Corey was on a Corey Stewart was on a tour with us one time. We played Vegas and we were all just ready to not be on the road anymore. Yeah, and it's like who wants to drive straight home from Vegas? Oh shit! I do. You know, twenty nine hours later, God I was home. Damn. Minnesota, just just drive home. Yeah, really. Twenty four hours later, that was yeah. it. Y'all just took off. God damn! Were you on that tour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. was okay? So those, but we those always are, it was like a rotation deal. So like one guy would drive, one guy would navigate, <laughs> sure, one guy would sleep, and then the guy, one guy would stand in front and get snowed on. <laughs> yeah, we. I don't know what I don't know where we were playing, but it was in mountains. I know we were driving. Oh, when you were driving, mountains, and I was driving any kind of line van with no power steering. <laughs> so the the Wait, steering hold wheel. On. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So there the, was power steering. It just wasn't good. <laughs> there was power steering. So you just never know it. The steering wheel turned. You could just keep turning it. Yes. And that's how you went straight. Oh. <laughs> so there was a lot of play. I'm yeah, also. You were, you were, you you were driving in a movie. Yeah. I was, yeah. I'm also <laughs> from like Metairie. A cartoon. So I don't know how to drive in right. the mountains. I, and uh, driving a van, I drive a little bitty car. I don't know any of that stuff. But it's my turn to drive. So I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm driving the van. <laughs> Will's next to me in the passenger seat and I believe Woody it was his turn to sleep yeah and I'm driving and I'm shaking and we're going forward but we're going forward at like 20 oh, because yeah. I don't know how to do this no. and it's nighttime, and we just played a show and Will's like uh uh-uh. uh you're not driving anymore get out <laughs> Woody you're in go and Woody <laughs> drove the rest of the mountain oh, trip Jesus I didn't have to drive for the rest of the tour <laughs> Well, and so and look, we would tell Scott's him, playing chess. <laughs> we would be <laughs> right. like, yeah, we would be like, Scott, dude, you got to go faster. And he'd be like, fifty five, stay alive. <laughs> yeah, fifty five, stay <laughs> alive. With, with no, with no radio on. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't have radio. And then uh, we wouldn't let Scott drive anymore. That's the Frankie Marsiglia and the watermelon <laughs> talking about Zapatos. Is he still there? Is he still around? Uh, he is unfortunately passed away. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, that bums me out. That dude yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, he was. you know about the watermelons though. What? Marsiglia. Well, this was when I was there. They uh, fucking, one of them called everybody, oh, we got a truck full of watermelons we got to unload. Mar- Frankie Marsiglia's like, I watch this. Gets in line. You know, we used to like form a line and we'd toss the watermelon. Somebody would toss it out the truck, whatever. Fucking, they toss it to Frankie. He drops the first one, shatters watermelon all over the place. They're like, God damn it, Frankie. <laughs> wake up. Pay attention. Second one, boom, slips out of his slips out of his hand, quote unquote, boom, watermelon everywhere. Frankie, get the fuck out of here. Go to the He goes, I told y'all I'd be out of this done. <laughs> I'll never be catching watermelon. That's again. he was one of the grossest like he was the <laughs> first human being I met as like a teenager. And I was like, This guy is fucking gross. Yeah, that like, guy he is gross. He was dude, he, he would these- say stuff and do things. <laughs> like I remember like <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. That old store was old. Oh yeah, you know they were ready for a new store. Oh yeah, there was like there were times where he would do things in the back, and I would just be like, "You are so <laughs> gross." He would talk about he, they, he would be the oldest, rattiest senior citizen in the building, and he'd be like, <laughs> "I need to one out of her shit." I'd be like, "God damn, Frankie, she's a hundred years old, dude." I don't care, Baker. That's what he used to call me, Baker. Baker. And he had these glasses that like, you could see into the future with, these Coke <laughs> bottle. And he was constantly pushing them up on his nose. Right. Where you at, Baker? Yeah. That's what they tell me. Yeah. But yeah, he and was how, smart. How he did like you respond? Driving. Did you be like, I'm in the bakery <laughs> and whatever? Where you at, Frankie? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's Scott playing 3D chess with the, uh, I can't yeah. drive. 55, stay alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the back. We'll okay. be home in six hours. <laughs> 
Woody. We'll be in the next city in 17 hours. <laughs> right. But it's only an hour away. <laughs> Shut up. It's a three-year tour with with, right. with 18 shows. Yep. <laughs> Woody, do these words mean anything to you? Okay. Hey, pissies. I love all the cookies. I am the new drummer, and I'm way better than Roger. Come see the nuts. Yes. Posted by Woody. Yeah. Wednesday, May twenty third, two thousand one. Yeah. Before wow. that, before the twin towers came down. Wait. Yeah. Wow. What is that? Where is that from? Where is that from? I, I was. I've been scouring <laughs> for metric nuts. I was trying to find some audio. There's a bunch of videos, but none of them have any sound on the old Facebook page, like from two thousand twelve ish, I yeah. think. Oh okay. yeah. No. Woody. Woody posted this on the metric nut. Me, um. Hold on. Metricnut.com. Yeah. I found this on. WebArchive.org. <laughs> Are they still together? Metric Nut? No. 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 Uh, Mark, the guitar player, lives in Virginia now, I think. Oh, um, his his last post on here was Nebulous, dude. Yeah. There was a band called Nebulous we used to always play with. Another metal band. Metal. I yeah. can't metal. see Metal. Yeah, I can't see that. I yeah, know. I mean, we had songs called uh, Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> Another one was called Six Cocksuckers and a Bag of Flies. <laughs> So one of, one of the videos on here is is uh, y'all doing bag of flies yeah. at a live show, but yeah. it has no audio. Yeah, so it. Sorry. Wait, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> oh. Are y'all enjoying this? <laughs> oh. uh, let me turn the volume up. Hold sounds on. sounds glorious. Sounds great, uh, right? Nothing on Spotify. Okay. Come on. No. What about okay? So those are the disasters. What was the most <laughs> successful? Like, what was the most fun? successful like you played in front of a gazillion people and everything went well and so towards uh the end of the tomatoes uh like 2010 to like 2013 we did a lot of shows with a band called the meat puppets yeah i don't know, I know the meat puppets yeah 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 absolutely yeah. so we used to tour with them and then we also did a lot of shows with we did a lot of like midwestern runs uh with soul asylum no and, shit and the meat puppets Oh, that's cool. And those shows, like, we got to play. Who's in Souls Harlem? Dave Perner. <laughs> I knew I did. I, I knew I recognized his name when yeah. George said it the other night. Yeah. And I, of course, I turned it out the other day when I was like, <laughs> he said it, and I was like, where do I know that name from? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, the fucking huge rock star from the 90s is yeah. in that very famous band. Yeah. Listen to the words, man. <laughs> you would think words. that I would know, but I, I don't. I don't have a clue. Way to go, Joseph. I know, I know. He'd, he could be in you know, here right now, and I'd be I, like, hey, man, it's nice to meet you. So he said it was nice to meet I, you. I, I know nice this was 20-something years ago, but Metric Nut is probably a terrible name for web presence <laughs> because you're, like, way behind, like, Home Depot, Ace Hardware. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. True Value. Yeah. I mean, we weren't thinking It took about me a that. while, yeah. We but, just, but it was... It was we were just doing it. It was 2001. Oh, you, you, just, you guys just wanted to rock? <laughs> Back then, web TV would have found you. Yeah. You just, sure. you just yeah. wanted yeah. to would have. Would have. Absolutely. Yeah. We would have been on Fuse or one of those. Fuse. Fuse. I, I remember Fuse. <laughs> Fuse TV. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. The Meat Puppets and um, and Solasom. Yeah. A that lot of those runs were really of, fun. I was going to say, that had to be in front, in front of, of a lot of people. Like, we played... One of the funnest shows I played with Tomatoes was playing First Avenue in Minneapolis, which is, that's the same club that, uh, you know, like, Chris Cornell played there. Oh, no shit. A bunch of, it's like the big rock yeah. in Minneapolis. Oh, a that lot is of cool. Like, Prince did Purple right. Rain, like the video scene. Really? Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah. Where he's playing in the club. Yeah. That's at First Avenue. Huh. Yeah. So, and that was, so, it was a. Soul Asylum used to always do, I don't know if they still do or not, but they used to do a Christmas show 
uh, in at First Ave in Minneapolis every year. They asked us to open for them for that show. So oh, that's awesome. So yeah, so that was. Uh, I remember. I think I had a a meat puppet show recorded from WTUL uh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Album hour or whatever. The uh, they're a great. They, it was it was like a live. Yeah. They they played live maybe at Tips, oh, and it was the yeah. meat puppets and. Tomatoes? No. Nobody that good. And then really what was cool about the 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 end of the tomatoes was Scott actually started playing with us again. Yeah. So it was really oh, cool, cool. Of like yeah. putting the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked playing as a three piece, but I also like to jam. Scott's a fun guitar player to play yeah. with. So I remember yeah. watching y'all at well Jimmy's. I don't know what it was called at the time. Jimmy's is it still Jimmy's? Is it it's was the, it always Jimmy's? No. The Willow. It, it the, was. Uh, it was Jimmy's the Willow. For a long time. Yeah. It was Jimmy's and the Willow, and then it was the frat house for. Oh, for I remember it when it was the yeah. frat house. Oof. Yeah, I remember that. And then we played like House of Blues together. Mm-hmm. That was all. That was a fun game. Did you bang your head on the thing? That's. <gasps> I was go. about to ask. Oh, I beat him. So you, I, I don't know if you. This may be bullshit. I have no idea. Somebody okay. told me. And I thought. I swear. I thought it was Chad Gilmore, but maybe I'm wrong. And I'm sure people who he told the, you he didn't know the ten people. I told who you he to hit podcast, his head. He hit his head so hard he forgot. Yeah, he doesn't remember. The ten people who listen to this podcast this is like the third time <laughs> they're hearing the story. But so. Apparently, you remember the heart on the stage at yeah. House of Blues? Oh, okay, yeah. so traditionally, uh, the word was if you were a drummer and you bumped your head on the heart while you were playing, you signed the back of it. Is there any, is that is that true? I have no idea. No. I didn't hit my head on it, and I didn't sign it. Okay. So. All right. Because I'm, I'm telling you, they told any time I've ever played it at House of Blues, it was opening up for somebody, which they make you set your shit up in front oh, of. Oh yeah. The oh, in front of that. You're okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was right. never even. I've never been close enough to to the heart. Hit the heart. I gotcha. I'm gonna okay. say that's not true. When you played with Slack Adjuster, we used the 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 headlining band's gear, and you were. And we played second. You were able to use their gear. You didn't have oh. to bring your drums. Well, there you go. Oh, you were lefty? I've been or righty. I'm a righty, dude. Righty? Fucking, I don't play wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like Lance. Like Lance and like Chad. Like Lance. Chad. Both those dudes. And now, Chad, Chad's okay. <laughs> but Lance, he's a lefty. Oh, <laughs> I, te- wrong. I teach uh, Chad's son, Hudson. Oh, yeah. yeah he that's totally. how good Woody is. <laughs> and, and like his first and second lesson, I'm like, you're right-handed or left-handed? And he's like, I think I'm right in it. I'm like, yeah, you are. You are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to just stop asking the question and say, like, you're right-handed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Both the kits in my practice room are set up for right-handed. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. That's so if anybody so Lance can't play there. Fucking right. So <laughs> I can't teach Lance. Sorry, Lance. How, uh, how many kids are you teaching right now or at any given time? So like, is it steady? And have you been teaching like have you been teaching one kid for like a decade or more? No, no, okay. not right now. Like I've taught kids for almost. I think the longest I taught a student was probably ten years. No shit. Yeah, they had to be pretty fucking good oh, by yeah. the time you were done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you yeah. teaching? But you go through like spans of what they are doing. Sure. In you know as you know when they're eight years old, you're teaching them to read music right. and play and all that kind of stuff, and then they get to middle One school and, and high school. I was going to say, it has to apply and all to what sudden, they're doing. They're in I mean, high school, yeah. and you're teaching them marching drum corps, right. how to read marching music, and then they're like, I can't make money playing marching drums, and then you're sure. like, yes, let's go back to playing drum set, and then you teach <laughs> them drum set again. So, 
Were you involved in that um, fucking drum corps, Fat City? Uh, oh, you were? One of the founding members. Oh, bro. were you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I did that for about a decade. Did you really? Yeah. I knew nothing about this, and they just told me about this yeah. a while ago. And uh, Why don't you explain to us what the Fat City Drum Corps is? I, yeah. can, ex- I can explain, explain I would love it that. if you want to know it. Yes. I would love that. All yes. right, so this, this, the Fat City Drum Corps started, ironically, the weekend before Katrina. No, no shit. So the the Wait. weekend before Katrina, Wait, me. The, so you guys yeah. caused that. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't. I had no idea that that's when that started because I do remember we had a show the weekend of Katrina. Yeah, it was supposed to be that girls of summer. Show. Yeah. Okay. But the weekend before Katrina. Uh, thanks, Scott, for interrupting me. The <laughs> weekend before. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Turn my mic on, bitch! <laughs> right, I'm off. kidding. Uh, he turned his own mic right, off. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Engineer. So Woo-hoo. that weekend, that weekend, me, Paul Gidry, who's a who was a drummer, he's been in like a million bands, but now he mostly does sound. Uh, this guy Pio, who used to drive the bus for the Donuts, mm. <laughs> uh, right? You know Pio? Yeah, no yeah. shit. Pio, uh, Rob Schulte from the Top Cats. Chad, I know I've met him. We just got yeah. a bunch of drummers that play around here, yeah, together with a bunch of marching drums, and we went to Lafreniere Park and literally made the loudest racket <laughs> that anyone at Lafreniere Park had ever heard. Like we had to for no reason. Yeah, y'all like just the, went over like there the park dudes playing. are like, y'all gotta stop. It's like <laughs> it's too loud, and we were like, okay, and then we would just walk to a different part of the park and keep playing. And so then and then God smote us. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't right. decadence. Yes, it, it was, was you us. guys. It was our fault. That's right. He was torn during so 9-11. It was just that He's like the Mothman <laughs> of drummers. So. so it was just a bunch of drummers getting together to like relive their high school yeah. marching, whatever, and get absolutely annihilated drunk <laughs> while we were doing it. Right. So Katrina hits. You know, the city sucks for a year. Right. Next Saints season, we're like, all right. We're getting the drum line back together. And this is what <laughs> and this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go park our trailer by Allegro's. Remember Allegro's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Around that where everybody that was tailgates. tailgate central, yes. yeah. And we're gonna open up the trailer. We're all gonna put these drums on. We're all gonna be hung over from playing gigs the night before. And we're <laughs> gonna start crushing these drums by all the people tailgating and see what happens. All those same dudes? Yes. Okay. And this is not like it Holy wasn't like shit. it wasn't like two snare drummers and a bass drummer right. and a set of tenors. It was like eight snare drummers. <laughs> it was like the size of LSU's drum line. Right. <laughs> like five bass drummers, five <laughs> sets of tenors. We had dudes playing cymbals who didn't know how to play cymbals. They were just <laughs> friends. So we start making racket. We're all wearing referee uniforms. That was our uniform because none of us like really had Saints gear. That's so awesome. We go out there and we start playing, and people start losing their shit. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And then like, oh, well, then we'll just walk around. So all of a sudden, we started marching around the tailgates, and then they would we would stop and take a break. And dude, everybody at the tailgate would just just rush over and give us booze. <laughs> That's all they wanted to do. So here's here's thirty drummers who were hung over from the night before. Right. And all of a sudden, like there's a hundred hey bras in Saints gear giving us beer and vodka and, <laughs> and they're like, Y'all want something to eat? Nah, bro, we don't need to eat nothing. Like you keep bringing that booze over here, we're gonna be good. So so was, were you guys called the Fat City Drum Corps yes. at that time? Yes. So yes. you guys were yeah. Where you you were a thing. Yeah. Like, all right. So we started doing that. 
And then the next season we did it, and then we all got Saints. Y'all went every game? Y'all yes. just went out every there and fucking game. lit it up? Every home game. <laughs> like a bunch of hooligans. And then we started learning stuff and doing stick tricks, and like people would lose their shit. And we, right. would, we would just go walk into Champion Square <laughs> like without any permission. Right. Just, we would just go walk in. But at that wait, point, wait, who's going to stop yeah. you? You got a gazillion when? fucking people. When was this? This is like 2007, 2008. There was no Champion Square then. Well, as soon as they built the I'm not stadium, trying to shit in your story. No, I'm no, just no. trying I'm just trying to put it all together. Whenever Champion Square was a thing. Yeah, whenever it started. That was, that was after, that was after the up. Super Bowl. No. Yeah. They built didn't they build Champion Square after they won the Super Bowl? I don't I don't So that would be like two thousand nine. Yeah. They still I'm just, do it. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. I mean, oh, not dear. nearly as good what, as the Super we Bowl. Oh, no way. The, the, the Without Woody? Drummer? <laughs> yes. Oh, no shit. Yeah, they still... Who the hell is it now? It's a bunch of other dudes that I don't even know at this really? point. Really? Yeah. So, wait, you don't know any of them? No. I mean, I know some of them that still play. So, like, when we finally go do a live podcast, <laughs> can we get them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could totally... I, Would they fit in here? Six degrees of separate... separate uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so it, you might have to push some of your shit out the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but how anyway, long, how when, long did you participate? How I, long were you? Probably involved? 2006 to 2014. No shit. God Why did man, you leave? That's a long time. Just because, like, I was gigging more, and man, it's hard to go play a gig and get home oh, at four in the God, morning, and then have to be. There were other things. That you know, I there needs to be more daytime gigs for older bands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe me and Joe could make it to a show. <laughs> That's right. And, then, and then some supper. Right. But Bay really, Cafe around lunchtime. Right. Men. <laughs> but really what happened was we started protruding into Champion Square and like the people with headsets in Champion Square, like, who the fuck are these dudes with drums? <laughs> Like coming right. and walking around and entertaining everybody <laughs> for no money. Like right. so then the entertainment people for the Saints like contact us, like, hey, we want y'all to be the drumline of the Saints. No shit. So once that happened, I not that I didn't like it, right, but it right. became way more corporate. I'm doing this for yeah, the you music. Had to I was, show no, up. No, 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 I'm no. doing it for the art. No, no, no. <laughs> right. it, like I was in it. To have drinks with my friends yeah, yeah. and get hammered and you know play Kansas not be the Saints drum yeah. line yeah and then all of a sudden it was like they were giving us uniforms and then uh, we had to play at the two minute warning right like we were in the Superdome playing there oh Jesus yeah so once it became that I was yeah like, you can't just come and go as you please yeah that's us so I found one during the time you were still in I wouldn't play those other pricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, yous can't come on the show. Only the originals, Woody. Only the originals. So once it once it turned into like yeah. having to do stuff and yeah. you, you can't drink That's anymore. A oh fuck that! Yeah. That's a whole reason why y'all started yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So that's anyway, that's the story of Fat City. We sort of just forced our way. Yeah, into and then like uh, we should do that with the podcast. We like Rob, that, that is way. hilarious. Rob Schulte from the Top Cats, like they were playing Champion Square and yeah. like unannounced to anybody there, he was like, "I want y'all to get on the stage and play with us." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like all of a sudden you go to the side of the stage and they got some chick with a headset on and she's like, "Y'all can't come back here." And I was like, <laughs> "Like I just felt <laughs> wailing on a drum in front of her." And I was like. Try to stop me and these other 30 right. dudes from not coming through here. And I, like, sort of, like, scooted her out the way. Holy yeah. shit. You know, so. Rock and roll. Yeah. 
So oh my God. it was pretty, it was pretty fun times for sure. Like we would show up, it was like ghetto. Like I would show up with a six pack of like tall boy Coors Lights <laughs> nice. and I would have to drink one before we got the drums on because I needed one of the holes to tie around my belt loop. So I could tie the beers to my, and I was just drinking hot beer. Was, he's a uh, rock. He's a rock star. It was he, fun he can times. It. Fun times. But anyway, that's, that's that story. That does sound awesome. It was awesome. That's fucking crazy. So, so, so in that, in that same story, were you already going to Saints games before you did that? Like, so were, you, I, were you a regular Saints game? I was enter? a season ticket holder from 2006 to, like, basically COVID. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm so then you would go down there, play your drums, and then go in with so your drum, you or you put your. So drum usually, away? I would pack up my drum, and me and my friend Adam, who were both on the drum line, would pack up our drums and then haul ass up to our seats, and we'd make it there by like six minutes into the first quarter. Would people recognize you and go drum dudes or anything no. like that? No, no, <laughs> just really. by the smell. Yeah, <laughs> right. you guys look like idiots, and you're both wasted. <laughs> Are you guys in the drum line? No, we're just fans. <laughs> no, yeah. So, so what do you have going on for Mardi Gras? We talked a little bit about that before uh, we hit record. And just then a, you said you had you're fucking inundated, huh? Yeah, a lot of Mardi Gras gigs with Paper Chase. Paper Chase. Yeah. What about uh, is it like Mardi Gras balls and shit? Because we talked a little bit about that one. Yeah, so saying. I got a Mardi Gras Mardi Gras ball this Saturday in Biloxi and next Saturday in Biloxi, and then we play, um, Houston on the twentieth, and then. I think we have two balls in Pensacola, I think, the 26th and 27th. You're going to be in Biloxi this Saturday? Uh-huh. So will I, buddy. At the Biloxi Civic Center. I'll be at the Barrage Poker Room. No big deal. You're, talk- well, you're I- talking about <laughs> two days ago. Yeah, I could. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's- <laughs> uh, and then uh, we play in the Mad Hatter Parade on February 3rd. Is that a Metairie oh, Parade? Cool. That is a Metairie Parade. I, I will yeah. attend that. Yeah. So we'll be on a is that, float. Is that paper chase? Uh-huh. This is all paper chase? Yeah. And you're going to be like on a like On like a float. On a float. Oh, wait. Oh, right. we talked to Justin about this. Yeah, we're supposed to. Be, we're going to podcast from the float. What? He, he approved on, it. <laughs> he approved yeah. it. He That's, said we could do it. That sounds amazing. Right? Y'all have fun. I don't do parade. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to keep Mardi Gras a secret from my daughter for eight years. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, eight years. Oh, fucking Woody's her, playing chess. I didn't bring her to a single parade. That is the way And then to do one it. day she came home. She's like, my friends are going to this thing called a parade. And I was like, uh, oh, shit. Oh, that's for sick people. Quit talking you to your friends. Blew it. <laughs> don't talk to your friends at school. I fixed mine. We would go. I would take. She would go to parades with my wife. And I'm like, I'm not. Uh, and then. When my wife started working at Daiquiri's, sometimes I'll go. I'll take you. I'll take you to a parade. You want to go to a parade? Let's go. And we would go to the the deadest part of Metairie and <laughs> sit and watch a parade. And it was like, and you know, at this point, Metairie parades are like, yeah, whatever. And like, it'd be like a float, and then like two people, and she's like, yeah, I'm bored. Let's go. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So all Dude. all my daughter wants to go to is she likes Mardi Gras Day. Ugh. In, so, in Metairie or New Orleans? In Metairie. That's nice. Yeah. So we just go by Trader Joe's and watch a couple floats. I go watch. Usually walk past uh, Bobby's house because he lives right behind Trader Joe's. Uh, Bobby Herner. And We're going to have oh, him let's, on the show. Well, what's his address? <laughs> I'm not telling you, bro. <laughs> Damn it. He's too good. <laughs> yeah. I won't so, do it. Metairie. So for Mardi Gras, I usually work downtown oh yeah for like the you know 
going backwards Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, Friday, and then some of Thursday. But the weekend before that, I will go watch one parade at our friend Garrick's house. Not our anymore. Num- our number one listener. What? Not anymore. Why not? They don't have parades in front of his house anymore. Nice. <laughs> I'm, they I'm cut a, the you may correct apart? me. You may correct me if I'm wrong, Garrick, but I'm pretty sure Caesar's not. I wonder if in we can just still anymore. go to his house because I actually didn't go outside to I the never parade very much. Yeah, but at least but you're c- you'd be close enough to veterans the way you can go. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, sure that. so Garrick, we're still coming to your house. <laughs> I'm I'm announcing it here. I'm um, coming there's too, a if I don't have there's a, a party at Garrick's house some weekend night before the big Mardi Gras weekend. Uh-huh. Anyone listening is invited. Yep. All that might be the parade I'm in. Oh, that would be so. Excellent. It is. It is, is it? It's, Matt, it's, yeah, but oh, they don't do parades next weekend. Wait, but I'm in the parade with you, so I can't yeah. go to Garrick's. Uh, but um, we'll just have to. We'll just. We'll have to wave. I'll be busy chasing that paper. That's right. <laughs> Talking about it at least. <laughs> yes. Do they have parades in Metairie this yes. year? Or the no? first weekend. Yeah, they're all. Oh, on, the fir- they're okay. actually all on Metairie Road. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll Metairie Road down. to Labar. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that whole area has become a fucking disaster. I'm not leaving my house anymore. Just wait till they open that Chick-fil-A. Molotov cocktail. Everybody. It's going to be even worse. <laughs> it is gonna be oh, terrible. it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. it's already horrible. Are, th- are they putting one there or are they putting two? It looks like they're putting two Chick-fil-A's oh, there. Tell me that. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> one on each side. Right. Uh, one on each end of Metairie Road right. and one on the yeah. corner. One on both sides of my house. So yeah. I can't ever fucking leave. I heard they're putting one at uh, Airline and Labar. It's going to be like St. Patrick's Day every day. Every in day. In my neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. So I teach the drum line at uh, a high school uptown. Yeah. Uh, Jesuit. And taking Metairie Road home sometimes it's from horrible. there is, is awful. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. They they tried to ab it by putting turning lanes in. Mm-hmm. Only everybody that drives down Metairie Road is a hundred fucking years old, so they don't know how turning lanes work. Right. So it's just a fucking nightmare. My whole neighborhood's a disaster. Well, all right then. It is. Thanks, Jim. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I told y'all I'm in a fucking mood. I, I want nicotine so bad it's unbelievable. I've never. Travis is right when he said the it's so much harder to quit that vaporizer than to quit cigarettes. Because cigarettes, when I quit cigarettes, I was like 32, and I'd smoked since I was 16. I just crumpled it up and threw it away. And now, I'm telling you, I can't. Have I haven't you, touched it in Have you been running? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I've been running. I've been So when I quit the cigarettes the first time, I bought a bicycle. Yeah. And every time I wanted to smoke, I went and rode my bike. Yeah. And I was riding like 75 miles a day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they tell you to do, though. It's Yeah, you got to find something. But it was to freezing and raining yesterday, so I kind of got yeah, fucked there. You just need a distraction. Play more poker. Yeah. Except that you probably used to vape the shit out of the vape yeah. when you were playing poker. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You need to, um, I don't know, go to church. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> run? You need run more? I run all the time already. I don't think I can run anymore. My body's crapping out on me. I'm pushing 50. I can't even run like I did four years ago now. Uh, it's, it hurts more. Run like Scott's chasing you. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't look like I run, obviously. And my watch when I'm playing gigs uh-huh. will be like, are you running? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I got to turn it off. No, bitch, I ain't running. Thank you for standing. I turned up. all that shit off. That shit stresses me out. I don't want. I don't want the it's, as much data as it can glean. I don't want it getting any of it. Yeah. I don't want. I, I don't want to know because it's gonna. Then it's gonna start sending me messages. Your heart rate's weirdly low or weirdly high. I'm gonna be at the fucking emergency room. Mine was doing that. that when. Like, yeah, I can't handle that. I just turned it off. 
Yeah, that's what, what I the did. Heart, the heart rate <laughs> thing? turned it off. Absolutely. It's got that EKG on it or whatever. And then they tell you, they're like, yeah, it might not work that great. I'm like, well, take the fucking thing off. All it's going to do is give me a panic attack. I and don't need that rate. shit. Yeah. Fuck that. I didn't even know you could turn it off. That's how much I don't I toggled that. all that shit off. Like, I think it only gets uh, so you really apps. Could, and you really could just have a... Yeah, I, I could have an analog <laughs> watch. <time> yeah, <laughs> Right. <laughs> I turned it off. It, it GPSs me and it tells me it, it knows when I'm exercising, but I tell it. You're not. It doesn't tell me. You're, you're fooling it. I'm not exercising right now. As you're no, it doesn't know. Like I could, you know, I could be beaten in the afternoon and it trigger <laughs> off. And say, Are you running? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not running. <laughs> yeah, when when I ride my scooter to work, like I park my car and I get my little. Oh, I didn't know if ride your scooter was some, meant <laughs> That's something. That's a euphemism. Else. <laughs> Well, you know, sinner. He's a nice scooter. <laughs> so wait, so you park your car? I park in a garage a few blocks away from work, and then I have an electric scooter that I bought to ride around the neighborhood with my son when he right. rides his bike or whatever. But I bring it to work, and you know, it's a nice, quick way to get yeah, from yeah. the garage to work. The scooter always asks, Are, "You want to record an outdoor workout?" And like <laughs> you would think after two and a half years of doing right. the same thing and telling it <laughs> no, that it would realize that. I'm not doing that work. This smartwatch isn't so smart. Yeah, it's uh, it's really not. Can we get video of you riding your scooter to work? Sure. I mean, somebody I mean, just there's there's pictures out there. I, I need to see. There's that. a listener named Jordan who snapped a picture of me riding it, <laughs> and then the next time I saw him, I did a little jump on it. Yeah. And I was like, film that bitch. Oh, it's a mad <laughs> extreme air. Like extreme Napoleon. Mormons. <laughs> Like Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> right, right. Sick air. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to get, we're going to get you a cape that says Razoo on it. Will you wear that and <laughs> ride yeah. it to fucking ride? Big R on the oh, back? Man. Yeah. R With on the, the front and then Razoo on the back? Yeah. yeah. Razoo with an exclamation Dude, point? Yes. Probably. Like a spandex suit? If you like, wear like it. Like a super hero? <laughs> yeah. Like, like one Tim of, will order that motherfucker tomorrow. Like one of Lance's dolls? <laughs> He calls them action figures, but I call them dolls. Oh, I see what you did there. I see how you worked it. <laughs> no, that's good. Are you still teaching at Ray's? Yes. Uh, my student load right now is probably about <laughs> 15, no 16 shit. a week. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's what we call it in the biz, bro. <laughs> in the biz. I chuckled and looked right at Scott. Because the disappointing look on his face really turns me on. Yes. Tell us more about your student load. My youngest student is six. My oldest student is 65. 64. Really? Yeah. Somebody decided at 60 they wanted to learn how to play drums. He wants yeah. to play the snare drum oh, in the revolutionary yeah. band. Yeah. Drum I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I dig yeah. that. Yep. And That's all he wants too. to learn is like Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. It's pretty, really? It's pretty red. Yeah. Is he married? Yes. It's pretty hard stuff to play, though, right? Um, It's like more groove oriented, but. It, What's his name? I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> so uh, he's an older guy, retired. No, no, no. Still works. Who wants to play drums? Is wants to play drums? I, mean, I think it's all, weird. I, yeah. it's, you, you're never too old to learn. I think it's awesome. Right. I, I want to learn how to play guitar. Scott won't teach me. Nope. Is that? I mean, that's your oldest, obviously. But mm-hmm. do you have anybody within twenty years of him? Um. No, I mean, most of my students are high school kids. 
No shit. Most of them. And that one 65-year-old dude yeah. dusted off and is like, I'm in. Let's rock. Let's do it. Fucking yeah. right. Good man. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. He's trying to get some pussy for sure. <laughs> That's why I asked if he was married. Yeah. Like he's yeah. He is definitely married, this and dude. he is definitely not doing it for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, because he needed to play guitar. If that's what he right. really wanted to right. do. Nobody pays attention Nobody to the drummer. Plays. Yeah, nobody's drummer and a bass player just in the back. <laughs> just sit just, back, yeah. beat it. Yeah, but that's I could it. tell. I could tell you this. I've said it a million times. If your band's drummer sucks. Your band's not going to be good. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That, I mean, they look keep at the, antics. They That's why I use electric drums now. Don't have to worry about it. It's always in time. <laughs> yeah, right. Always in time. Yep. That groove is solid. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Funny story about Woody. We, I, had a, I had a show at Southport, and the drummer who was supposed to play in the band that I was in at the moment like, had to work late, couldn't do it. Yeah. At, and like we were loading in at 6.30, at Southport, and he let me know at like 6.20. Fuck. Hey, I'm not going to make it. Can't yeah. make it. I'm still at work. It's going to be a thing. Like, fuck. <laughs> Call Woody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude. I got a problem. <laughs> you know, play in 10 minutes? <laughs> can you can you play, uh, you know, 12 songs, 15 songs, please, uh, tonight? We're loading in in 10 minutes. We go, you know... Start of the show is like in an hour. He sure. goes, send me the set list in order. <laughs> I'll see you in 45. No shit. Dude shows up. It's one of the best shows I've ever you played. You heroed out? <laughs> one of the best shows. <laughs> it was fun. It was awesome. It was a great... What what band was that? Or what kind of music was it? It was Slack Adjuster. So you had no... That did, drum, you that was didn't Lance, know how to play any of the songs until like you were like, I'll figure it out. So... I had listened to their record because right. I enjoyed their records. So sure. I, you know, I I knew the choruses. You know, Fuck. I knew some of them. That's huge Dude, balls to get up there and be like, I'll figure it out. Knew it. In front of a like bunch of people. Like, it was played exactly. Like, there was no, yeah. there was no, like, and look, I, say what you want about me. I don't care what anyone ever says about me. I'm the biggest asshole when it comes to being in a band. Because if it's my band, if it's my song, right, right. I know all the mistakes. I don't care what you, what your excuse <laughs> is, who you are. I know all the mistakes, right? Because I wrote the songs. Sure. I know how they're supposed to be played. And this dude wrote like I didn't hear a thing. And it wasn't because <laughs> I was just you know sure. giving him the gratitude. Like it, it, he did it. He did it from front to back. They were fucking great. It was an awesome show. Did you Jesus. did you play it like the original drummer, or did you make it your own? Usually when I play a gig where I'm subbing for somebody, I'll try to um nobody's ever gonna sound exactly like the other guy. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I'll try you know, structure wise I'm gonna play it like he played it, but I'll play my own like drum fills and stuff like that. Do you play anything else besides drums? Um, I'll dabble with like picking up a guitar and playing the four songs I know how to play on guitar. And then, what you know, bass. It's funny because a lot of the people that we get in here that know how to play an instrument know, like angry very chair. rarely uh, I know that. Like, yeah. what is it? Angry Chair. Oh, yeah. By that you know, Australian I play man band? In a, man in a Box. Or is that the Australian band? Angry Chair is by a band Allison called Chains. Allison Chains. Same thing. They're from right? Seattle. Mm. Seattle. You're thinking of... you think <laughs> Silver Chair. <laughs> <thinking> <laughs> Silver Chair. Hey, go, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll jingle jangle on stuff. Yeah. 
But because it's rare that we get to we we I don't think we've gotten one person in here that's been like nope I only play one instrument. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, well, I play this, but I know how to. If I I can struggle through this, or I I'll play with this a little bit. You know, whatever. I am I am not like those people. No, I I play dr- I am a drummer. <laughs> right, right. Now I'll dab like Justin is yeah. a freakazoid. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just he's one of the most talented people i've ever played with as far as like being able to you know like yeah i could play that gig on bass yes i could play that gig that on keyboard yes, how to do a lot gig of shit. guitar like and sing yeah and justin don't draw up thing, your legal stuff and the only thing crazy. i think justin can't really do is like shred really like you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah, yeah like yeah. he's not gonna go rip some like, you know eddie van halen right. lead but as far as being proficient on like every instrument, he's proficient. Like he can oh, even shit. play drums. He so God damn. The yeah. very first like Ginger and the B show. Yeah. He played drums. Yeah. I didn't really I didn't really Did know really? Justin like I know him now. Yeah. I just knew he was hey, I needed I needed somebody to play drums. Call Justin. He can do it. So I call hey Justin, can you do it? And he did it and it was fine. I thought he played drums. I thought that was his thing. I didn't realize <laughs> he was, he was this fucking right, right. It was, you know, wizard it was, alien dude. It was only fine. No, was, he played. I mean, we, he played proficiently. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did what he needed to do. Like yeah. he played the drums, kept the beat. It was good. Yeah. I Again, something else. You, I, have, you ever, um, you ever watch Drumeo on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, that's fucking badass. Oh yeah, like you yeah. should go on there. What is that? I don't know what it is. So, it's like a drum channel, basically. And like, and it's they it's get just people. they get drummers on there, and they show you what they do and why they do it, and, and then no and then there's some segments where a, a drummer from whatever band, right, yeah, sits there and listens to a song from another band, but with no drums, but he That's, just listens to the song. Oh, okay. And then while he's listening, he's thinking about what he would do, right, when he plays that song. And you know, some guys make notes, some guys just sit there and listen, like, all right, let's go. And they play it, and they play it their yeah. way. And like they did one with uh, Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, and they put some Thirty Seconds to Mars song on, and he had never heard it in his life. Yeah, and he started playing it, and he played exactly no shit like what would be awesome oh for the song. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty rad, dude. Yeah, there's some there's some great stuff on. But there. it's also cool to see a drummer like approach something totally different than. Right, like so they'll have some guys go up there and and start playing, and it's totally like different than what different the drummer what the original played. was, but it yeah. still must it's work still, with yeah. the music yeah. that yeah. they're being yeah. given. Like yeah. one one That's that I heard cool. was um the drummer from Megadeth, uh, Dirk Verburen, I think uh-huh. is his name. He heard Mr. Brightside by the Killers oh, for yeah. the first time. He didn't know the song at all. Yeah, and then he and he heard it without drums, and then they had him play, play it, it, and it was. Everybody that heard it was like, that might even be better than the <laughs> really? yeah. Dude, I saw, this is like less than a year ago, I went and saw Megadeth at the Cajun Dome in Lafayette. Wow. And no shit. Unbelievably good. <laughs> Mustang awesome. still has it? Dude. Marty yeah. Freeman on guitar? No. No, it was Mustang. I don't know who anybody else except oh. the drummer. I knew the drummer. But Mustang still can, like, just shred a guitar and he's like walking out there like weekend at bernie's like you walk <laughs> <up and laughs> <and laughs> like just 
Yeah, that dude's not young. How old is how old is da- it's Dave Mustang? Yeah, right? and there was a there was a, a like a hardcore metal band that opened up for him that I never really listened to called Lamb of God. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I know them. And dude, I don't those know them, but. dude, those guys were so awesome. Dude. <laughs> It was so like they like they walked out there and they're all in like dicky shorts and like airwalk shoes and you like they look unassuming right, and all right. of a sudden it's like dur, 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 dur. oh Jesus like, and the singer's like <laughs> dude it was awesome it was awesome yeah I don't know good show it was the last like live big concert I went to was that one I couldn't tell you the last fucking Andrew McMahon is probably the last time I saw somebody live on you know and that's not but, rock uh, the uh, <laughs> The Trans Siberian Orchestra. That's like, the last. That's you the went last to that show. One? Yeah, I, I went bet to. that was awesome. That's great. It's yeah. cool. It's it's like it's every metal show you want every metal show to be. Yeah. Except they play Christmas songs. Except happy Christmas yeah. tunes. Right. Which I, uh, like, I saw a Tony Bennett. Nice. I think that might be the last show that I saw, but I'm not sure. What's the first show you ever I know, saw? I know mine for sure. I know, I know mine too, and I'm afraid to say it over air. I'm I not. know mine. Go ahead, Mine's, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Jane's addiction. Nice. First live really? I, I was with you at that show. You were. It was fucking amazing. Where? Which show? What? It was at the it municipal, municipal, municipal auditorium. Yeah. I think and when it Mar- comes Mary to... My Hope opened. Yep. I, I think Jane's Addiction doesn't give enough credit for how like really cool Perry Farrell was. Oh, yeah. I still yes. think that dude's cool. I, that I, was, uh, yeah. I still think he's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Like, as far as being, like, a front, like, he's not going to, like, you're not going to be like, that's the greatest singer of it. <laughs> right, right. But, like, as far Nobody as Nobody was doing a, it like him. Yeah, like, they being a front it. man yeah. and, like, taking everything from, like, Bowie and Freddie Mercury yep. and, like, making it his it own. Was, he's, he's pretty rad. Why'd you pick the two guys from Stash Gordon? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the first band that I ever saw. David Sta- Bowie. Stash Gordon? David oh. Bowie. David Bowie was no. the first David Bowie. Oh, first hey. Fuck, I thought I had a cool answer. Like, really? cool into my answer. 87? Fuck. I have a cool At the piece. Dome? Charles, no, you what's know, yours? You know. Mine is Peter Murphy. Really? From oh, Bauhaus. Yeah. Really? As his solo. And then a band called The Hunger from Houston opened for him. And this was at Astro World. I remember the hunger. The hunger from Houston. The hunger. There's a hunger from Canada. This too. was a this was a a, a Houston based techno slash industrial band. I do remember. Pop, that. It was I, I, I probably I would say like popier industrial like Front Two Four Two. Yeah, kind of like that. Not Skinny Puppy, greatest band ever in the history of music. I saw um, them at. I saw them too. State Palace. Did they do Lollapalooza? One year, Ministry did. Ministry. I saw. I saw that. But State Skinny Puppy. Skinny Puppy did State Palace. They were kind of like Ministry, weren't they? So much better. But yeah, Yeah. I want to say I saw them too. My first hunger was awesome though. My first concert, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Oh 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 oh. All right. So let me explain. Let me explain. My sister wanted to go see. New Kids on the Block. And she had some hot friends, and, and you joined in. And the only way I could go, it was either my sister or my best friend's older sister. But the only way she can go was if if we went, like if she took her little brother. Oh. And I wanted to go, because you know who opened up for New Kids on the Block? Who? Tiffany. In- Information Society. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh, did they really? Were they, were they riding on uh, rollerblades? I would have yep. out. The singer I heard, I rode about on rollerblades the entire show. <laughs> I remember I I didn't go to that show, but I remember hearing that. Did he have a superstore uniform? In fact, worn too? I don't think my so. girlfriend and a hyper color shirt. Yeah, no. Molly went to that show and told me about Information Society and their rollerblades on rollerblades. Yeah, and I wanted to go see that band. I thought New Kids on the Block was trash. 
So, but you left with a T-shirt and you liked them, right? No, I didn't. The drummer no. was the drummer no. kicked ass. Call me Donnie. What? <laughs> did they did they have a band backing them at I, that time? Dude, I don't remember. I was twelve. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, New kids. I, I mean, they, I, that's right. You don't think yeah. about them in terms of like they didn't really fucking play anything. They yeah. just kind of hopped around and. Right. It was know. probably tracks. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Eh. All right, where yeah. are we? I have I have something that I want to play for y'all. Okay, and I want oh you guys God. to try to tell me what this is. Okay, okay. Oh man, name that tune. Not really, All but, right. <laughs> but similar. What? Is this Woody getting tickets to the new kids on the block? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. Close. What is that? I have no idea what that is. I have no clue. I have no idea. That is the 13-year-old kid who beat Tetris this week. And that was his reaction. Oh, he, cl- <laughs> he closed it? He, he cleaned the, he's he got the, the first, kill screen? He's the first human to get to that kill screen. No shit. And he was videoing himself and that was the reaction. His score was 999999. I and did then, not and know then, somebody did and that. And then it killed. So nobody's ever beaten No him. human has ever done They they thought it stopped at level 9 but it goes all the way to like level 19. And and I have video of him playing it before that. Those blocks are dropping fast. Yeah. But that's pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> so he's what 13? He's 13. God wow. damn. Got to a kill screen. Kill they don't even have kill screens anymore in no. fucking video games. Dude, I'll catch myself like watching YouTube videos of like Japanese kids like juggling Rubik's oh, yeah. cubes and fucking. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you accidentally sh- stand on that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That shit is fascinating, dude. It's that crazy. They can do that while they're juggling. Oh yeah, dude. They like I look at a Rubik's cube and I just remember being a kid and be like, man, fuck this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Yeah, I'm gonna f- stickers off and right. put them. Right, yeah, I actually. I have I'm going to app. play the drums. That's what I would do. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I have an app that you can just tell it what it is on the sides, and it will tell you what moves to make to get it right. No, sh- no I, shit. What? That, that, that I, exists. Yeah, that exists. I had to get that because Hogan wanted a Rubik's cube, and I was like, oh, cool. And I got him a like a. It's a. It's four squares on each side. And I couldn't fucking figure out how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I would have no idea. No, you know what? His might be nine. It might be like three by three. That's a standard. That's a Rubik's standard. Cube, yeah. Three no. by three is standard. Three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh-huh. I thought four. Uh-uh. Three. Mm-hmm. Oh, God forbid if it was four. four. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's I, a I'm, gazillion fucking. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at Ruby's Cube, but I have been playing Sudoku lately. Yeah. And I am completely hooked on that shit. Sudoku? It I don't is. even know what that is. That's that. So like, it's a it's a in, it's a numbers a game. Oh no, I'm sorry. I got the wrong thing. Yeah, that those are um called um crossword puzzles. Paint by numbers? <laughs> Wait, I don't go, know. Joe. That's <laughs> as far as I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey. I don't now, know what Sudoku. Sudoku is so it's it's nine cubes with nine numbers in inside each one. And the only numbers are one through nine. Okay. So each cube has to have one through nine. But then if you go straight across the line, it's one through nine. And down the lines, it's one through nine on every one. So then you like you might get seven numbers generated when you start. And then you have to figure out where to put the other numbers. It's really intense. 
there's no way. I don't even understand the instructions. Yeah. I would for sure. <laughs> I, I can a, barely figure out like pot odds. There's no way I'm going to be able. to. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> of Luka no, Jeff I'm just trying podcast. to. I'm trying to figure. I'm, it. I'm like here with I don't three know shitty cunts. <laughs> I can't get through 0106 math. You think I'm going to? I can't. Be able I can't to do fourth but, grade. But math all you have daughter. to do is count to nine in each box you know, by a thread. Right. Yeah, but it's got to add to nine up and down and sideways. It too? doesn't add to nine. Okay. It's just the digits one through nine. Oh, Jesus. in a cube. Uh, Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> I'm in a Sudoku. I've been nice to you the whole time. Whatever. I didn't say one shitty thing about any of your bands. I'm gonna listen to the <laughs> funk. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a second. I was in some of those <laughs> <You> bands. <laughs> <laughs> Not those bands. Stop it. I'm going to listen to The Hunger when I get home and get into some Sudoku. Fantastic. I also I, I went and got my haircut this week. Okay. Yeah. And I got my nostrils and my ears waxed Ooh, again. Ooh, that's a party. And there's a new picture of me with the Q-tips <laughs> in my <laughs> nose and ears, which I think should be part of the social media post for this episode. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I got my first water bill from when I got the bidet. How'd you do? Better it, than me? It quadrupled. Did it really? Did it really? But there's no leaks. I just use it a lot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was riding that bidet. Woody, pro bidet or negative? Or, uh, you want to go, go try mine out? I have never used one. Let's go oh, test drive it. Dude. I can't really say. We'll, we'll go test drive it and I'll sell you on it. Right. Right. You know what? That's not true. That's not true. Uh, during Ida, um, you know, everybody lost their power. Yeah. But Darren Trey is like the drummer from Metal Rose. He also yeah. plays with the Milo Ring Walls now. Uh, he is like a electrician wizard. No and like, so he was like ground zero. So like everybody just stayed at his house for Ida. And like my wife's like across the lake and like, Oh, you must be roughing it so hard. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. I work at Zapatos for 14 hours, and then I would go to Darren's and get hammered. <laughs> right, and right. Eat steaks <laughs> in his in his electrified, <laughs> air conditioned yeah. home. Yeah, I'm really roughing it, honey. <laughs> you guys just stay up there because it's so much better in electricity. Please, and he has he has a bidet. Yeah, and he has a bidet. Please tell I, me you I, stole those steaks from Zapatos. No, please. <laughs> I don't steal nothing. I love that place. Me yeah. too. Me I too. love Me it too. There. Yeah. I swear to God. I try to pay with paid stickers every time I go. <laughs> and I'm going to get a fucking roll of those. You heard it here first. Yeah. Joe, get. Zach, I know you listen. <laughs> I'm getting a roll. So I do have to tell a story about Zapardo. So I'm the receiving manager over there. So I'm the Saturday before Christmas, I'm by the receiving door and I'm talking to Joseph. And Zach uh, and my friend Mike are, are tossing 60-pound boxes of frozen two-joint turkey wings. Okay. So the very last box, Zach goes to throw it on top of the <laughs> cart, and he overthrows it, and I'm not looking, and that bitch landed on my foot. No shit. Oh, we're going to be rich. Oh. <laughs> we going to be rich. Call Justin. It's going to be Woody's economical. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, dude, I'm in the middle of telling Joseph a story, and I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, I had to step away, and I'm like trying to walk it off, and I'm like, dude, there is something broken inside of my shoe. Oh, for sure. Oh man, you probably lost so, a lot of money from gigs. <laughs> call Justin now. One oh, call, that's all. I would never. But anyway, so I work for five more hours. Cause oh I'm fuck! The, I'm the only person. He's to, a trooper. To, they to, had to amputate my foot. <laughs> no, so, He's a zooper. So I I take my shoe off 
still be nice. Blunt, that that certainly does not look good. So Ooh. I put my sock back on. I put my shoe back on. I have like a couple more people that I need to receive that day. So I'm just uh. chilling. And then uh, Miss Dana, who uh, runs the kitchen. What's her last name? I'm not <laughs> but Miss Dana's like, I heard something fell on your foot today. Let me see it. And I took my shoe off and I showed her. And she goes, you need to go to the emergency room. No shit. And I was like, do I really? It's like, it's probably just my toe is broken. She's like, no. She's like, you're top of your foot is starting to swell and it's actually turning blue. Like, you need to go to the emergency room. Fuck. So I go to the emergency room. I'm there for four hours. Oh, yeah, of waiting course. for yeah. a dude to take an x-ray and go, your toes are broken. Right, And right. there's nothing you can do. Toes. Yeah. Toes. So I, I broke my middle toe in like three different places Fuck. and my second toe was just broke at the top. Oh. So God then. Damn. I don't show up for Christmas Eve, then we have Christmas Day, and then I didn't go Tuesday, and then I went back to work on Wednesday, and then I played a gig. This just Friday. happened? Yeah, it was. Oh, shit. I didn't know. I thought before. you were telling me a story from like months ago or years no, no, ago. No. It was the Saturday before Christmas. And then this is oh. why this is why I love Zach. Zach must have called me or texted me like yeah. 17 times between when it happened. I can only wait to meet this kid, Zach, because I hear his name a million times. He he's got to be the fucking sweetest yeah, kid on the he's planet. He's my favorite Zapato in yeah, the world. Yeah, he's got to be the he's, nicest fucking guy. He's gold. So Joe and Lance are like the same <laughs> to me. Zach, yeah. he's the top. <laughs> so, so I go in there Christmas Eve because I got to pick up my mother-in-law's yeah. finger sandwiches. Sure. So I'm walking around and I'm limping and Zach keeps following me and talking to me. I'm like, why are you following me around? I'm like, dude, it's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> it's just a broken toe. Sure. Uh, you know, tape it together and get on with your life. And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I just want to make sure you're all right. So I go to check out and I got like $250 worth oh, of yeah. like prepared food. It's Christmas. That dude whipped out his gift certificate and swiped it through the... No shit. While I wasn't looking. And I'm like, Zach, you don't have to do that. It's like, yes, I do. I'm and telling I'm like, you, that dude is that dude, dude is solid gold. That is a family that I, I love that crew. For. Yeah, most they're, of them. They're just, just not Joseph. <laughs> just not Joseph. Joseph is awesome. Dude. He is. He he's one of my best. He's friends. He's got like this drive. Lance is one of my best friends. That's friend. hilarious. It's out there in the ether. Yeah. But, Nobody uh, listens though. Yeah. So playing a gig with two broken toes and your right foot oh, yeah, hits your bass dude. drum Fuck. over and over again for three hours, that sort of sucked. Shit. You and think? it wasn't fully healed. <laughs> but like every once in a while, I'd like dig into my pedal and I can feel like. Oh. <laughs> God damn. Dude, when we used to, when, when I was over there and we used to do this. Was like, when, give me okay, some more tequila. This was when Joseph was a kid. I mean, he was in high school. So yeah, he's a year younger than me. We would, right. Yeah. We would, uh, we would do breakout for we would get all the frozen stuff out of out of the cooler and uh, you know they had those stairs in the back at the old building and I was the bakery lady so he would always <laughs> come back there with me and dude there's like cases of fucking frozen French bread the heaviest shit oh yeah so he would st- he would stay at the top of the stairs and throw them down the stairs to me to put on yeah he put you in danger no no it was it was great because Perhaps. you couldn't tell like there were boxes that. Yes, they had, you know, 60 pounds of frozen French bread in them, but there were also boxes 
that you couldn't tell only had like four Danishes left in him. So he would act like he was picking up a 60-pound box and throwing it downstairs. So the minute I'd try to catch it, I'd fucking put my hands under it. It would fly up into the ceiling. Fucking Joseph's up at the top of the stairs laughing his ass off at me. There's plenty of stories I remember working there from high school. Like um, one time, like I was, we had like... uh, paper towel boxes and they would stack them up and you would have to like take a razor knife and yeah yeah cut and i'm talking to somebody and i ran that razor knife like through my knuckle and i'm like <laughs> oh, oh god right oh. like oh. oh and then I, like i remember going up to the front and mr roy was there and he was like god <laughs> damn it he's like, yeah. he's like yelling at me for five minutes and I, like i finally look at him I'm like mr roy if you don't stop talking i'm gonna bleed to death right, right. i have to go and he goes drive yourself to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> did, did you drip blood like all the way down the aisle, all the way up to the front of the store? I'm sure. Like I cut, oh. I cut that, and then I cut my knuckle sheath. It would be so much fun oh. to be talking to to Woody from Woody's Economical. <laughs> you would just <laughs> fucking man up and sue those bitches. Absolutely. I not. ran into Roy. I was. <laughs> He's awesome. I was hosting a whiskey dinner about a year ago, and. Uh, he was I can't I was in somewhere in Thibodeau, I think, some fucking really nice restaurant, but I have no idea what the name of it was. So I show up and I'm on the second floor just with a private dinner where I get up and talk about whiskey or whatever. And they're downstairs. I don't know it. And I I'm at the bar ordering a drink when I first get there and all of a sudden I hear this voice from behind me. I can't believe it. Where's this guy been? I turn around, it's Roy. He's got the whole family. He's got like he's rolling like fifteen deep. He pulls me over to the table, introduces me to everybody. It was awesome. I was like, man, it's so nice to run into those guys. He taught me how to play drums. No, no, no. He He taught me at an early age how to work. Like when you're a kid and you're you're being a fuck off and he would be like, Hey, like quit calling in sick to work. That was the first job I had. Yeah. Like he taught me how to, like... That was like, not the first not job you had. It was. It's the first job you kept. It's not the first <laughs> job you had. What did I do before that? Didn't we work at Hobnobbers together before that? Oh, that's that? right. We worked for four days <laughs> for, for $50. <laughs> Fun yeah. fact, that was the first job I had, not Hobnobbers. Economic, yeah. Oh. And I had it for four days. I took more money. And then you went to what? Really? Then you went to yeah. the Superstore? Oh, Superstore. Did you no, go to Superstore? I did, but not after that. Oh. I wasn't on a grocery spree. Oh, yeah. I took I, more money off of Miss Diane, the owner of Hobnobbers, in one half a pot at Harris than I did that entire week working for <laughs> <on> the restaurant. <laughs> so is, is her husband Troy? He's Do passed you know? away, but I don't know. Oh. He's uh, he had she's she's widowed now, but that was within the past five years, probably. Back to old Zapato stories. Yeah, I went to a Zapato's Christmas party. Oh, those are the best. And I yeah. never worked at Zapato's. Oh, they I think I went as your date, Joe. Right. <laughs> but I, I danced. <laughs> I danced with Jacqueline all night. That's oh, the, yeah, the yeah. youngest Zapato yeah. sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I kept looking at Joe. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get that Zapato money, Joe. And she was so into it, like innocent. I mean, she was a yeah, little of course, kid. she was a kid. She was innocent, but I was being such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and I danced with Jacqueline Zapato for hours at that Christmas party. <laughs> she it might have been at doing... the balcony or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I they remember. Used to that. always be at the balcony, yeah. weren't they? The uh, she ended up doing a bunch of uh, like nonprofit stuff, yeah, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, she's heavily involved. And like charities yeah. and stuff. Now, when I got, when I went back to Zapardos during COVID, 
So what happened was, like, I saw the writing on the wall. So, like, as soon as yeah. they started shutting everything down, I was like, I'm not going to be able to play music. No. This, there's going to be nowhere to play gigs. And then, all of a sudden, my students kept canceling. Yeah. So, like, oh, we don't want to be trapped in a room with you. And, Fuck. you know, so I lost, like, the first four months of COVID, I probably lost, like, between 20 and 25 grand worth of work. Shit. Yeah. So I called Jennifer. I was like, uh... Y'all need anybody yeah. up there? Like, uh, you know, my kids still going. I'm sure, to, they were. Crushed. And she was like, yeah. "Yeah, we're we're doing ten million dollars yeah. a day in sales, we're doing a gazillion dollars." So, so like, I, and she's like, "Yeah, we'll just put you on the stock crew." So, like, I started working like three days a week, and then like one of the managers there was like, "We can tell you have more than 10, 10 brain cells. And right, you show right. up to work every day. <laughs> do you want to be a manager?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> do not." He told them no. Yeah. <laughs> They were like, do you want to be the assistant stock manager? I was like, I don't want to have anything no. to do with these dudes that I'm working with. Right. Like, it's like it. I want to come in. I want, I want no responsibility. I want to put up some boxes yeah. and I want to go home. And it was it was back then. The stock crew they got now is like money. They, yeah, those yeah. dudes are not messing around. But anyway, like back then I was like, no, I don't, don't want to do this. And then they were like, well, do you want to work in receiving? And there's this lady, Miss Dana, that works in receiving who's cool as shit. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll go back there. Right, right. Point of sale, scan everything, and make sure everything's right, and sign for everything. Fucking right. And now, that's what I do it now. It was very nice of them to do that for you. I know. But if they were truly good people, they would have put a <laughs> stage in their parking lot <laughs> there you and go. let you just play shows. <laughs> they would, I so, told, so they're I, only halfway good. And they wouldn't have broke all your bones up, too. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Zach threw a turkey at you. <laughs> right. I tell Joe all the time that, I'll have Paper Chase play your your whiskey event every year. There you go. Shut up, Woody. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think they could fit any more people. I know. Yeah, it's packed. I've never packed. been able to go to that thing. It's crazy. I always have a gig. It's crazy. But I see pictures of it. And I'm yeah, like, I can't believe that many people in it's here. It's bananas. Well, I always see when I leave because I usually leave work at like twelve thirty, one o'clock. I always see the people out there. They're like tailgating. Oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like I, maniacs out there. I had to stop in there to get some stuff this year before the event. I had to park two miles away, yep. <laughs> and there was a line. Oh yeah, around like out the door, around the the back of the building, all the way to receiving. Yep. And this was at three o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. They were all just waiting out there, like, and they were <laughs> pitching chairs and drinking cigars and drinking <laughs> yeah, whiskey. And crazy. they're all they're all just getting shitty. Yeah, they don't line. fuck. Whiskey people just don't. I, t I see it. I see them do it at all kind of retailers around the city, and I'm like, guys, they I, they slept out. What killed me was I think it was last year. Rousey said Rouse's had some kind of release, and um, these people stayed the night, like they camped out in the parking lot. But I have access to the distributor's inventory, so I knew what was going to be there and what wasn't. I was like, should I show up and tell these guys like go home? They don't. We don't have any Pappy Van Winkle in the state right now. I know that. I have access to the inventory. Go home. We, Wait. You're going to have Blantons, and you're going to have. That's it. So who do you work? Who do you work for? I work for Beam Centauri. I work for okay. like Knob Creek, Maker's Mark, all those guys. All right. So, so you know a lot about whiskey. Yeah. I don't know shit about whiskey. Yeah. I know. I, know I like it. Like to drink. I've it. taken a bunch of classes. You could teach him how to I've play drums, and he could you teach, teach you me about, about whiskey. whiskey. Fucking Dude, right. We can start right now. Let's go. I'll say we'll say we'll get Justin in here to sing about whiskey. You, you, you play drums. You play golf or whiskey. I do play golf. Oh, we. Oh, all right. So me, you, and Justin are going to play golf now. Okay, I'm in. I haven't played in a long time, but I can grip it and rip it. So like there when we, you know, and we'll bring Joe. 
Shit. I don't want to play with Joe. All Joe, right. like, we'll bring dresses Zach. the part and everything. Like, he really knows Dude, how to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he dresses <laughs> like he shoots in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't play if it's any colder than that. <laughs> Wait, he plays like it's the 70s? No, he dresses like he shoots in the 70s. Yeah. He dresses like a golfer. From the seventies, no, no, no in he, the <laughs> par. The seventies are a good score. You would shoot in the hundreds. I would shoot in the hundreds. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Not wouldn't, even. Nope. More. I probably wouldn't shoot. So you'll uh, never. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so like when we we're going to play that gig Saturday, and so what sucks about playing Mardi Gras balls is they usually want you set up and sound checked. Before they do yeah, pictures, the court and all that and bullshit. All this, yeah, Man, so, that's a pain in the ass. So we have to leave at ten thirty, be set up and sound checked by three, but we don't start playing until ten. Fuck. So it's a it's a long it's a big commitment. It's a long day. Now we get paid well, so I can't complain. About right. It. But in that seven hours, me and Justin and the rest of the band are going to the Beau Rivage and we're going to crush golf balls. And Come on screen. into the poker room, buddy. That's where I'll be. I'm not going in there, dude. Uh, I don't know how to play of, poker. Bunch Text of, me when you get there and I'll come meet y'all. Okay? Bunch of well, degenerates in there. Yeah, fucking right. I'll be yeah. in a tournament. So, Well, how are you going to leave the table if you're in a I tournament? Can, I can do he's that I good. He's, yeah. He actually does better when he's not sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing what cards I'm dealt only hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll text you. All right, I'm in. Come crush a golf ball if you want. But we'll be right. drinking old fashions probably. I forgot they had that sim yeah. there. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's I walk we'll, right by it every time. We I talked about it at band it. practice the other night. Let's go crush golf balls instead of just sitting at the Civic I'm Center for seven I'm going to sneak down there and find you guys. I'm not kidding. And that's, yeah. that, that's on Saturday? Yeah, so we'll probably be that was That was two days ago? Four, cool. five, yeah. somewhere around there. That's perfect. If I'm yeah. still there, I'll come down. If somebody hasn't busted me by then, I'll, I'll come down. Sweet. Awesome. Where are you playing in town? Where are you playing in towards the end of January in town or February? When's the next time Paper Chase is in Metairie, New Orleans? Probably nothing until February. And then y'all are done. Mardi Gras. You're done Mardi Gras. Like, like we're, not prob- we're not playing in town until after Mardi Gras. And I don't even think we have anything on the books to play around here. I do know Mothership is playing at Southport Hall on January 26th. <gasps> But I mean, that's you know, <laughs> that come, come see us if you like, if you want to listen to like two hours of Led Zeppelin, hour and a half. So you're Zeppelin. playing drums, mm-hmm. and just Justin singing. Justin does not sing; he plays keyboards and who sings guitar. And uh, this other guy I play with named Adam Pierce sings. Oh, yeah. And then Rod Fleetwood plays bass, and Nick Angelica plays guitar. Who's is anybody playing with y'all opening for the show? Uh, yes, uh, Justin and Terry McDermott have an Oasis tribute band, and they are opening up for us. Is it just them, or do they have a band? No, they have a band. Are you in that band? I am not. All right. Oh, how'd you dodge did you, that bullet? Did you just told him no. You're like, I have ah, played. I don't want I, to. I have played a gig with them. Oasis sucks. <laughs> Their drummer sucks, and I don't want to do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, that is exactly not how it happened. That's, you can't get people to like you if you act like that. Travis. That's why nobody asked me to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, I, I have played a gig with them uh, before when they their drummer couldn't make a, a gig, so I just filled in. But they have another drummer. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, don't we, we don't like him as much as you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, fellas. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, dude. Well, thanks for uh, spending your 
evening with us. Not a problem. I had a good time. It so, was very so real quick, January 26th, Southport Hall? Southport Hall. Mothership. Mothership. Motherload. Mo- <laughs> I love it. I'm in. I like motherload. That's good. Student load. <laughs> Student load, motherload. Mother That's all my <laughs> That's all my search categories. <laughs> <laughs> well, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and maybe TikTok and follow where where can they follow paper chase paperchasenola.com on instagram uh i don't know on facebook yes instagram and facebook yes but i don't know how to get to those things i don't you, you know, just you I'm just the drummer, i'm the drummer dude <laughs> they don't fucking tell me anything paperchasenola.com <laughs> paperchasenola.com i know yeah, that's give it the way it'll show up yeah we have our new epk video up oh so check that out all right for those that don't know what EPK stands for, it stands electronic for press kit. Thing That's what it stands oh, for. No big deal. I salute. He, <laughs> he, he knows the lingo. Right. Who right. did that for y'all? Uh, Kurt Cost. Oh. 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 Yep. Huh. And then we did the audio with. Uh, Have you been on his podcast? I don't know that he has. A I don't think podcast. he has. Oh, he probably Kurt has one. But he didn't invite John. Scott did. Thank you, Scott. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? I know where you're going. I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going. Is that where you're going? <laughs> do you do electronic press kits? Hmm, maybe. Uh, who, did, who, did the, who did the audio? <laughs> who did the audio? Uh, we actually, instead of doing live audio, we went into a studio and recorded. Where'd y'all record? Piety Street, I think. Um, what's cool about that studio, it's got a bunch of Dave Rosser's guitars in it. Like all That is pretty fucking great. That is very cool. Is there. And there's a bunch of like... Is that I think his the name. church? I don't know. It's on. Oh, is it, is it Piety? I think it was Piety. I, I can't remember, dude. Was that is that what, did that studio used to be? A, I don't know anything about this, but I know there was a studio that used to be a church. It is not that studio. Okay. That's that guy Misha's studio. Okay, he comes in and gets drum stuff at the shop. Okay. So, so every musician we have in here, <clears throat> I know they they talk about a lot of the same people, but every single one of them mentions Dave Rosser yeah. at least once. Dave Rosser. I mean, if you got time, who did that? Who did that, dude? Yeah, I we own this shit. I learned a a bunch about being a musician from Rosser. Like, not you couldn't watch. I couldn't watch Dave Rosser and like learn how to play drums. Right. I watched Dave Rosser and learned how to be like tasteful and yeah. you know how to Such be a, a nice professional. Guy. You're not yeah. the first person to say that on this show. Yeah, yeah. He was an amazing person right more so than amazing guitar player and you all saw him play <laughs> and knew how good he was and he was even a better dude i i only had a few run-ins with him and everyone he treated me like someone he had known forever yeah, it, yeah. that was awesome and, and i won't forget that yeah yeah i learned a lot from watching that band from watching metal rose yeah with chad in it and with darren in it i learned an immense and even the donuts to a certain extent. Yeah. Even though they were like I you know, when I was was first coming up and playing, they were all lunatics to me. Right. But they were still There was a method to the madness <coughs> stuff. Yeah. They showed up to the gig and right. this is what you do and you you know, this is how you make money and I learned a m- immense amount of stuff from all of those people. Metal Rose, Bag of Donuts. When I was young. Yeah. You know, when I was twenty one years old and thinking that music was about, you know, playing and getting hammered all the time <laughs> you know it can still be about that Could. i think yeah. 
Yeah. I learned you can't do that when you're podcasting. No, you can't. I, I do have the best story I have about Bag of Donuts was when, uh, who was the other guitar player? Steve Bouton. Bouton? And dude. I, oh, you'll say his last name. So I was, <laughs> sorry. I had been like in that circle for only like six months. Yeah. But I had seen the Donuts play like six, oh, yeah, 16 times, yeah. times or so in that first six months. Like we, you know, because the Newberry makers were like opening up for like them, and then like we would open up for Metal Rose, and they, sure. you know, we were in that circle, and I was new to it, and uh, outside of uh, what was the bar on? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. The uh, Loggers. They used to play oh, outside yeah, yeah, for yeah. Oktoberfest yep. all the time, so they get done playing at Bouton's in the in the Winnebago, and I'm like Bouton. I know I don't know you this well, but. I've been seeing you play "Living on a Prayer" for it's like sixteen shows, and you you still fuck up that that guitar solo oh. every time. <laughs> and, he look, and he looks at me and he goes, "Call it a gift." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like, That's "Dude, so you're awesome." <laughs> I still see him every once in a while. He's a super sweetheart and a good guitar player as well. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a minute, but. You know, I did see it at Step Brothers the other night was uh, Duplantis. Duplantis. Dupes. Yeah. And seen him in a while either. Yeah, I hadn't seen him in a while. I, wor- I worked with him at Loggers in 90- Oh, yeah, I forgot you worked 90- there. 96. I didn't work there for long. That was before the Atlantis show, right? Yeah, three years. Before the oh, one- tits! <laughs> before the one I saw, not the one you guys all went to. I guess you all were so cool you knew about Atlantis before me. You know, yeah. get it yeah. together. Travis. I don't think it that's was, the brag it was that you still, think I think it is. <laughs> still the jagged little pill tour. I knew her before then. She was a jagged yeah. little pill. Show us your tits. <laughs> Wrap it up. Where are we? We were over. I gotta go. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks for listening.